So low-level road scholar. Professional <laughs> investment broker? Yeah. <laughs> Owner of Beach Butter Churn Incorporated. And Mike Myers aficionado. Yeah. Zach Beach. <laughs> oh, you guys have hit me to a, a T there. <laughs> what? We, That's we, my new we bio. Keep, we keep mental tabs. Yeah, yeah that was really good. Yeah. Uh, if you could describe this uh, lunch we just had in one word, what would it be? I'd say it was an on-site. So in the climbing world, when you have that perfect... It sounds like more than a word, Yeah, by the did way. you ask for an explanation? Well, no. I was going to explain it because no one was going to get it. But you know what? <laughs> it's on-site. And now for dinner with... On-site. So someone no, can Google no, on-site. fine. It's too late no, now. No, no, now. Now you have to now spill have it. To. Oh, I'm sorry. So... Racers <laughs> 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 presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean... <laughs> I do things my own way, apparently. Oh. Well, you are <laughs> oh, in the right, uh, well. Amish Mafia. Yeah, so. well, hey. So on-site, so basically how well you climb so if you just walk up to the base of a cliff and you know you just know the grade that's it but you don't know what any of the moves are or anything else if you climb up it and climb to the top without falling or doing any cheating it's called an on-site okay so like your true performance like your your best performance is an on-site and you think that's what this was it was fun i enjoyed it <laughs> you know it was like one of those things you remember you remember your on-sites and this was this was a fun he just lunch. said this was the summit of his career that's, that's what, what i heard was. yeah yep, it's all downhill from here Welcome to Dinner with Racers 2020 style. I'm Ryan Eversley. And hey, I'm Sean Heckman. And we found a very small window of time. During the months of, uh, let's call it May through June, we decided that six week window before racing started to pick back up that we would go ahead and honor our commitments to our wonderful sponsor, Continental Tire, and go ahead and make some TV shows and some podcasts. So naturally, we headed up to Indianapolis, Indiana, pretty much the uh, best place ever if you want to get sushi, awesome garlic rolls, or talk to IndyCar drivers, and that's exactly what we did on this episode. So with the narrow window of time that we had while we were in Indy and also had to do TV shows and other podcasts and you name it, there was one guy that we actually really wanted to meet because within the IndyCar scene, there's a lot of different characters, but we tend to celebrate the people who you don't get to see the real fun side of. And Zach Veach is somebody that has always come across to both of us as a pretty hard worker and somebody who really earned his place. And it was like, this is a kid we want to know. It's also an episode that I would say aged well. Right, Ryan? Absolutely. I mean, when we sat down with Zach Veach, he was still driving the number 26 Gainbridge Honda for Andretti Autosport. And if you are coming across this later in the year of 2020, he might not do that anymore. But what I will say is I guarantee his character has not changed and he is probably more hungry than ever to get out there and get an awesome ride and something else. So if you're not familiar with Zach Veach's kind of career highlights, uh, just real quick, he's a very known figure in sort of the open wheel ranks. Uh, he really showed up in the scene in Indy Lights, winning a bunch of races, moved on to IndyCar, ran in several programs, but most notably, he got himself a multi-year deal at Andretti Autosport with a sponsorship package that he himself put together. He does not come from crazy wealthy means and actually got his own sponsor, which is almost unheard of. And he talks about that quite a bit. Uh, and ended up being somebody that we both really liked. Yeah, I've always had a fondness for Zach. I met him a bunch of years ago, and he just had that sense about him that he knows where he comes from, 
He's earned everything he's got, and uh, he's just a, he's just a nice guy. But uh, some of the things you're going to hear about, we discussed bullying, uh, an amazing story about stingrays, Sean. Correct. One that I wasn't sure if we're supposed to let out, but yeah, we're going to let it out. We learned about uh, all kinds of mountain climbing, and also one thing that may not necessarily come across if you're not familiar with uh, Zach, since he is on the, let's say, smaller side. For something like IndyCar, that is actually a challenge because with no power steering and the physicality of those cars, your build actually does have an impact. And not to get too technical, but that does show up in our conversation that I don't necessarily know that we set up. So uh, obviously things have changed in his career trajectory since the last time we spoke, but I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this years from now, he's gone on to some other great rides and had some big success. So big fans of his, but... He drove to lunch in his, I believe, a 2018 Honda Civic Type R. We drove to lunch in my 2020 Acura MDX on what kind of tires? Oh, those would be uh, Continental tires. However, we are not paid for me to say it. We're paid to hear you say it. Continental tires. Oh, don't act like Cut! Cut! Continental tires. And, of course, our new brand new exciting partnership with Valvoline who is no stranger to IndyCar tons of success at the Speedway at Indianapolis and we are so stoked to have Valvoline the original motor oil on board with us please go buy it tweet about it post about it show them that you love us and that you want us to keep doing the show and we will continue to do so otherwise we're going to guilt you into it right Sean? That's absolutely right. I will turn this show around. Will you two morons stop bickering? Sorry, Mark Martin. Jeez. Zach Beach. I'm finished. Hey, man. Hey, buddy. How are you? Doing all right? Good to see you. How's it going? It's going. How's it been? Yeah, it's been all right. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing uh, TV show stuff as well. Oh, cool. We have a show on Amazon Prime. And so we're using the downtime we have now. Because our IMSA schedule just got kind of like shoved, probably the same as yours. Yeah, right. So the next bunch of months are going to be really hard for yep. us to be able to do this. <laughs> so, yeah, so we've been on the road for like three weeks. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, well, that's cool, though. Yeah, yeah. We, get, we yeah. jump right in. Yeah, yeah so we've been kind of on the road can you hear, okay? Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So we were at the Speedway yesterday. We're doing a thing on an old uh, uh, two time winner. I guess he won three times, three. right? Yeah. yeah. For this guy named. Heard of them? Yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wait, was, it, was that the real sounds familiar? Or you know, no, 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 that's the real. Because okay. um, so I had a, a mechanic uh, in Indy Lights, Bellardi, and his grandfather was literally Louis Meyer. Yeah. So um, it's just kind of cool, like you know. So I like some of the older history with that. I yeah. mean, you look at the guys driving, like, well, I mean, even just look at the Marmon Wasp, right? Yeah. Like how far we've come since that <laughs> right, thing. Right, it's right, like, right. Yeah, maybe this isn't that bad of an era right, <laughs> to, to right. be a part of. Right. <laughs> How are you on racketeering? Uh, not so great. Not so great? Any money laundering so. skills? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, that that's yeah. very, it, that um, might play a small role in our focus. I'm trying yeah. to do the whole uh, investing thing because that seems like the very like 25-year-old <laughs> thing to do. It's just like... <laughs> Hey, you know what? Not don't put it in your savings. Put it in the stock market because that sounds safe. Especially right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, apparently that's a lot like motorsports. You put a lot of money in and it just disappears. Yeah, <laughs> so. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Here in June. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been fun. Do, but, you, uh, do you have somebody in the paddock that's been like leaning on you to invest? 
So, uh, no, it's just all of us are kind of joking about it. So, Chavez, Gabby Chavez, he's been, he took, like, some actually, like, investing classes. Okay. So, we have this group chat. It's, like, Spencer Piggott, me, uh, a couple of the other guys, some trainers at Piffit, and we just, like, talk stocks every day. And wow. we act like we know. <laughs> I gotta what go. We're, we're doing. I gotta, this is not where I saw this going. But <laughs> it's we're not that we're not doing good. No, it's none of us. <laughs> the entire paddock is. I'm like to go under. I'm like cool. I made fifty bucks today, and I'm like, but I've spent two grand. So <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> one of these days, though, it's gonna pay off. Well, or not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we're all done. Exactly. So, yeah. so Gabby took classes. Who's who actually knows their stuff? None of us. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm really lucky, you know, with, with Gainbridge, you know, obviously they're helping people plan for their future. So, you know, they're um, investing in very, like, smart stocks that will definitely get you a return. So, you know, I have those guys to lean on for, for a lot of stuff. But, you know, this has just been fun, uh, like little just here and there trades. And Notice it's like gambling. Hmm? Do you see how he did that? Yeah, oh, well, yeah. super yeah. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Really well done. Like well, well, I, I try. Yeah. 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 No, I may not be good at investing, but you know who is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. No, fortunately, so, I have the good folks. But it's at just gambling. That's all it is, man. <laughs> okay, now you yeah. lost it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. now they're like, Wait, I lost my money as <laughs> as fast as Xfinity Internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the stuff we're doing is just pure gambling. It's like sitting down at the blackjack <laughs> table, and it's like. You have 20, sir. Hit me. Yeah, <laughs> let's, right. Let's so you go. give them money, and then they just keep it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's neat. <laughs> and it's gone. Yeah. yeah. So what's been the uh, what's been the talk of that? Because, I mean, we're sitting here in, was it June? We're sitting here in June, and by the time this comes out in the fall, like, where do you think everything's going for, for GameBridge and for you? Because yeah. you guys have another year on your deal. Is that right? Well, so this is our, our third year. So okay. this is the contract year. But uh, so far, yeah, everything's uh, normal as usual. Um, I think... Gamebridge was luckier than uh, you know a lot of other sponsors that when this kind of happened they still kept tracking along it didn't really affect them uh, too terribly yeah. so I think uh, yeah I, I think things are still going to continue with them at least I hope this year started off well so yeah. hopefully when this comes out we can say this year continued to go well right um, but yeah from what I heard uh, yeah we're, we're excited to hopefully keep going so I do know they're going to be a part of the Indy 500 for the next two years after this, right. so that's always a good sign. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, you know, motor racing, you never know. So. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's so st- stable. Yeah. It's so stable. I might start selling valves, apparently. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, that racketeering sounds yeah. interesting. I'm good at investing. I don't really. really know anyone in Chicago, though. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> one thing we've learned on our podcast is it can go, it can go country. Well, I grew up yeah. in southern Ohio, this really small farm town, and We'll we, never, we'll we had like a, an Amish union, probably. There's probably an what? Amish mafia, you know. I mean, if you control the Amish, yeah, <laughs> you control milk. Well, yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know, and really nice lawn chairs. Right, exactly. Yeah. Sense. Well, I know. In uh, next year's episode, <laughs> it's going to be Zach Feeds taking over the Amish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how's your beard game though? Yeah, uh, I can't grow anything. Ooh, no, uh, that's gonna be a that's problem. That's gonna hurt in the elections. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. Yeah. Like if I, it's I'm in that weird phase, right? Like I've gone past the phase of like, oh cool, I have like kind of hair on my face, <laughs> to like, <laughs> <laughs> to like it just looks like. I'm not well taken care of. Like you know what I mean? Like it doesn't right, fill it's in. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, it yeah, looks yeah, scraggly yeah. and. You know, I try to make it work, but... That's not a tough guy look at that point. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's so not. now stick with what you got. So the only time I let it, like, show is when I'm out in the mountains. Because sure. then I'm like, look, guys, I'm, I'm one of you. I'm one of you. <laughs> <laughs> you <know? laughs> 
I'm here too, guys. Yeah, yeah. All right, he's trying. But maybe another five years. You right. Know? My yeah. dad said he couldn't like grow anything till he's like mid thirties. So I was really? like, all right, well, all right. you know, just need more like the you know the the hormones and milk and stuff. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there's. I was sure. at, I was at the climbing gym the <laughs> the other day, and there's there's this kid. He was like crushing it he was such a strong climber and he was about five inches taller than me yeah his voice was deeper than me right and we were just having normal conversation we need to like, get you on like cigarettes and well, i was like this <laughs> <laughs> god it's <laughs> the only way i was like this kid's cool like we're having conversations yeah. i was like so where do you like what college you go to and he's yeah. like what and i'm like are you, are you in school oh, or no and he goes comes. dude i'm 14 <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh <laughs> Cool. Well, uh, you're way ahead of me. Yeah. So. <laughs> cool. Can I have some tips? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, no, I was, I'm was. i 5'4 now, and the doctors right. told my parents I'd be 5'1. So I've already been an overachiever. Absolutely. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't think it's going to continue. <laughs> yeah. By, by the way, you, you, you held your language there, and you can if that's your thing, but you don't have to hold yourself back with us. Yeah, you know, I really try. Have any okay. of you ever heard my radio? No. Yeah. No. Well, but is that, bad? Are, are, you, are you like a rage uh, out guy? Yeah, I say a lot. What's the worst thing you've ever I said? I dropped some F-bombs. For oh, sure. That's not bad. Well, that's no, like the outlap. You, yeah. It, it usually. <laughs> things not turn. Yeah, How'd you like to get an MDS with us? We'll teach you some new words. I, w- I would love to. Well, I just think it's funny because, like, you know, I get two or three tweets in a race and people are, like, shocked. And I, that I, you said the F word? Yeah. It's weird. Well, but, it's, you come off really sweet and nice. Well, and yeah. IndyCar put out an article last year and it was, like, Zach Veach and his choir boy appearance. Okay. And I was like, man, that's <laughs> not going to get me. Any attention from females, you know? <laughs> That's like... <laughs> you've, had a, you've had a girlfriend for a couple of years. Yeah, no, we... Yeah, so we, you're fine. Kate and I, we've been together for uh, three and a half years. Yeah, so you're fine. Yeah, so, so you don't need anything right now. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're trucking along. Like, branding-wise, if that's you, then that's you. Yeah, that's, you know I mean? that's been it. my... Yeah. Right. Like, I can't do the bad boy role. This has been me for, like, <laughs> ten years. Bad boy with, like, seven hairs on his yeah, face. Yeah, you like, know like, what? Let's not, it's like... No, no, These are the cards I was dealt, man, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's what you play. I like that, but that's a challenge. Here we are. We're going to make you the bad boy of IndyCar. Yeah, yeah. James Dean over here. He was a little guy, right? Kids, James Dean was an actor from the back. Well, because when yeah. we were doing our, our research, um, I mean, you're going back to like your teenage years to now, you are involved in so many charitable things, right? From writing yeah. books for kids to to doing like local musical theater. Like, you, like <laughs> there's all kinds of things yeah. you've done. Uh, and, and so I think that was kind of my secret goal. It's like, let's make you evil. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah. because I saw nothing Let's, evil in I want to see a fan career today. Yeah. Um, or get more fans. Yeah. yeah. Some people yeah. like that. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, I'd like the idea of like a fan trembling to get your, like, <laughs> please don't yell at me, Mr. Beach. <laughs> like, handshaking on the Sharpie. You know, yeah, I, I heard, uh, what is it? Uh, I, well, I watched the Rush movie when it came out. You know? okay. mm-hmm. And, you know, he's like, all those smiles because people don't fear you. And I'm like, Man, I don't think anyone fears me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm the I'm the kid you come up and pat on the back and it's like, hey, yeah. how was your day? Um, You're like, I'm 25, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. an adult. No, true story. Like, um, we were going to a movie, Kate and I, uh, before obviously the world shut down, and it was I can't even remember the movie, but it was rated R, and I was buying the, the tickets. Oh no! Oh god! And I never even thought about they, this. Can we see your ID? <laughs> I'm 24 years old when this, this happened. Like yeah. this year yeah, or last year? Uh, December yeah. last year. Yeah. I'm just like, are you serious? <laughs> like, they just thought I was some like high school kid trying to take this girl right. on a date. Right. And I was like, right. 
All right. Uh, here yeah, you go. Sure. So, you know, that's that's neat. Um, that's <laughs> <laughs> so that's fun. That's, that's fun. That's been cool. Um, but, yeah, no, I've done a lot of stuff like that. Like, I think it comes from being a small town, though. You know, like, yeah. where I grew up, everyone helped someone that needed help. That was just, like, that country mentality mm-hmm. and you know, I, I feel really lucky to be doing, you know, this, this life, have a little bit of an audience with it. So, you know, you have, uh, you have an opportunity to either help someone or, uh, make a change. Um, so I've always wanted to do that. You know, it's, it's been fun to, to speak out on the distracted driving stuff, the yeah. anti-bullying stuff. Dude, I got my ass kicked in middle school. Really? Because I wanted to be a race car driver. Oh. Um, so half of my front tooth's fake because I got my head slammed against a desk. No yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got in a fight with some football player. Um, like you got in a fight or you got pulled into a fight? Well, I so I've always been more of a talker than a fighter because I've had to be. Um, sure. So I think I made a joke about like, well, I race because it requires two balls. Yeah, and then yeah. I got my head slammed against the desk. So, <laughs> you know, but like I got thrown in a dumpster, stuffed in a locker, like all the like the stuff you see in movies like that. That's happened. I, w- I mean, I was really cool in junior high. Yeah. Were you? So, yeah. so what, no. what What happened? <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, so nice. He's yeah. so nice. He's like, like oh, I'll go you? with your story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, you know, I'm going with it. That's fine. Um, but now the funniest thing I remember I uh, was racing in Newcastle and it was like one of my first like out of states races when I was 12. And, uh, I won. So you get on the podium, you got the hat. And that was like the yeah. first like podium hat that I had. And right. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. So I worked school the next Absolutely. day. So some kid, he's always picking on me. Like I had this hat on. He, he pulled it off my head, threw it in the trash can, and then poured milk all over it. Oh. And I was a kid. And and I was it was like, like your first podium. Yeah, man. and yeah. I was really upset, right? Yeah. Well, but, yeah. you know, my dad's like, you know what would be funny is if you go out and we can win this weekend, you sign the hat, you give it to him. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what we did. Ta- taunt the guy that took yeah, the hat I, in the trash can. Yeah, I yeah. signed it and I gave it to him. And I can't find the post now because I think he took it down. But it was my first 500, and he posted it. And he was like, man, I'm so happy for my, my boy, Veach. Always knew he was going to do big things. Good luck. And it was a picture of the hat. And, and I like, was like. I have a tooth missing nice. because of you, man. <laughs> so, you know, it's just little stuff like that. Let's make but fun of him. What's he do for a living now? I'm not sure. Honestly, just like... Just make something else. Let's just make something uh, <laughs> uh, Well, what's... See, I, I don't want to be an ass, though. <laughs> like, you know... Someone's job might be doing this and listen to it, and they're like, fine. Oh, "Yeah, that's fine." fine. So we'll pick a really I, I random thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's a middle manager at IMSA. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing you could possibly be. Yeah, um, I can say it. I, sure. I haven't drove. I, I've done one IMSA event, so yeah, sure, you can go with that. <laughs> What'd you do? I drove a PC car at Laguna. Yeah, yeah right. It was with, for uh, uh, Miller, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. JDC, that was yeah. that was a good time. Um, I, that was fun. That, that track seems so small in one of those cars, though. Um, so I want to get back to that side eventually. Like, you know, the whole Daytona thing looks well, awesome. I'd appreciate it if you didn't for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no just worries. stay over in your world. <laughs> yeah. Well, fair. <laughs> don't don't cross-pollinate. <laughs> yeah. um, the thing I want is power steering, man. I'm such a little guy. These Indy okay. cars get heavy. I want to talk about the little guy <laughs> thing, uh, especially since you literally got your ass kicked for being a little guy yeah, in, yeah, in, in school and stuff. But when uh, – and I, I think IndyCar does a pretty good job with their PR and the way they kind of tell stories. But it was like, hey, we're just going to keep going back to the fact that he's smaller. So that's a Paul Tracy thing. Okay. 
dude. The biggest guy in the <laughs> Yeah, in the I don't paddock. understand. <laughs> like, I need to buy Tracy a beer and nope, have a conversation nope. with him. You got to kick his ass. <laughs> yeah. It's the only way. <laughs> yeah, Just probably. Also, honestly, if you buy a beer with Tracy, like, you better be ready. Well, for yeah, what you no, signed up for. No, at that so. point, I feel like it's going to be shot. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yep. Um, yep. But yeah, that's that's he's big on that. Yeah. Every time he's like, he's the littlest guy, little Zach Feach, little. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, like, yeah. we get it. Yeah, that, that's, that's <laughs> like, what I'm saying. I'm like, why don't they just like let that go? He's yeah. clearly doing good. <laughs> he's not like falling out of the car at the end of the race. Yeah. He's doing the best he can. And now he's running an Amish mob. Yeah, he controls the butter and milk industry well, of South, wait. Southern Ohio. You know, if things get bad four or five years from now, Buggy will pull up outside his house. <laughs> <and> <laughs> Yeah. No, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like that's something he like he yeah. finds like interesting or impressive, right. maybe, and that's why he brings up all the time. Have you done a lot of broadcasting stuff? Yeah, just with uh, IndyCar Radio. I noticed when I started doing it, that if I didn't know a lot about anything, yeah. I would just go Stick to something. Stick to your like one so cliche. I'm, I'm not, of I wouldn't be surprised if that's kind of thing. He's like, well, I know that. This yeah, isn't an argument. Guy. Zach yeah. is a smaller guy. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. You know? yeah. But, but I didn't think it was a problem until like fans started tweeting about it, right. and they're like, "Dude, come on!" And I'm like. <laughs> Okay, it must be pretty bad. <laughs> but it's cool, you know. I yeah. mean, uh, I think he only brought it up once at Texas. Okay. So right. only once. Yeah. So only far once this per year. race. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, only yeah, been yeah. one event so far. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I'll grow eventually. I just need to talk to Tony. He seems to have yeah, cause that. Because you guys are the same height. Yeah, exactly. You have like more extracurricular activities than I think any other driver I've looked up yeah, in a while. Yeah, you're like the kid in high school that everybody hates. It's a disease, man. Okay. Have it's, you seen Rushmore? Uh, no. Oh, that's no. right. Yeah, it's yeah. You are Max Fisher. Yeah. What, is it bad to have mm-hmm. a lot of hobbies? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. But if you watch them, like your your homework tonight. All right, young man, is uh, to watch uh, the movie Rushmore. It's a Wes Anderson movie. Okay. And it it basically it's the Zach Veach story almost. <laughs> Almost. Minus the Indy 500 part. Per- yeah. Perfect. All right. How do you drink your coffee? Uh, I've been doing this, like, nitro cold brews. Oh, yeah, those are good. it's kind of like a yep. Guinness, but yeah, it does. caffeine. Yeah. Do you drink beer? Yeah. No, I'm, I haven't gotten quick on the beer train. Okay. Like, I like stouts. Oh, sure. So stouts have been good. Yeah. I, I don't really like the light beer, you know. Coors <laughs> is like big in the IndyCar paddock with mechanics. We were just talking about this. There's like a Coors thing going Dude. around right now. Everyone's like, you don't drink Coors? I'm like, no. But uh, thanks to Alex and Marco, uh, I've been drinking a lot of bourbon. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's going to get the mustache going. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, I think, that'll work. <laughs> yeah, you know, after about six months of drinking bourbon, I got my first chest hair. It's like just one curl. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Get your chain smoking, and then we're good to go. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. When I first met my girlfriend, I really didn't drink because I was – like almost 22 so sure and that that's something i said on the first date too because like i met her she was my bartender at revel so i, I didn't really go out but chavez forced me out and <laughs> um i'm feeling pretty good at this point so i figured like why not try to get yeah. the bartender's facebook that's what i asked that was your move i asked for the facebook yeah that, right. that's embarrassing well you're doing um, okay now but well then she's like you just want my number so she had to coach you through it yeah that's not totally true yeah (laughs) and then uh you know she's like i'm 23 how old are you and i'm like almost 22 that was strike two saying almost 22 when you're already 21 isn't cool okay yeah so um so i'm assuming your game prior wasn't strong no yeah i don't think it was um it was tinder and a race car driver profile picture and Uh, oh wait you went to like Cover photo oh, was yeah. race car driver. Dude, if I'm doing well, that, I guess an indie. Yeah, maybe. Come on. Yeah, it's I probably guess. a bigger deal. Easy. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then, then when we went on our first date and we go to the sushi place, obviously there's a trend. Um, Where'd you go? Tegri? Uh, <laughs> not Tegri. <laughs> uh, 45. It's a sushi place downtown, okay. 45 degrees. Okay. And 
she's like, yeah, let's get drinks. I was like, cool, I'll do a Sun King cream ale. And she's like, I want a dirty martini with blue cheese olives. And I'm just like, <laughs> what am You're I like, doing here? You're going to destroy me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's so, like, I'm going to ruin you, buddy. Yeah, so I've had to grow up a lot in the past <laughs> like three years. Well, it looks good. What are you guys getting? Do you have this picture? <laughs> yeah, my dad my dad is not a big sushi fan. Usually he comes to races with me. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be like Thursday night, and he's like, where do you want to go? And right. I'm like, sushi. And he's like, okay, because he's a trooper. Like, sure, he right, wants to right. come along. Yeah. And then, like, he gets his food, and then he just picks at it, and then I feel bad. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm sorry, man. Like, well, because I'm, I'm noticing a theme here with your, your restaurant choices uh, yeah, everywhere you go. But I small really town like, Ohio. So that I think that's why I like it so much. Because it's such a difference? Well, y- yeah, yeah. Like, you wouldn't get sushi in southern Ohio. Right. Like, that just. We would. <laughs> we just to know. Let's just do no, this. Yeah. I yeah. almost we were racing in Iowa, so Newton, oh, Iowa. Man. Yeah, I've been in Newton. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, there we, was a sushi place, and I thought about it, but it, I just it, you're landlocked by quite a while. Right, for sure. Right. And, uh, Where are you from, Ryan? Atlanta. Oh, okay. You can tell by my southern accent. Yeah, I don't no. really have one. No. Yeah, my dad's See, from England and my mom's from New York. Okay. And they so moved to Atlanta, like one for racing and and one just my mom was married okay. to another guy before. Gotcha. They moved down there. Yeah. Yeah, I. I wouldn't have picked up on it. Yeah. Like, I say certain things weird sometimes. Like, I mess up, like, meal and mill. Like, I'll be like, hey, let's go get a mill. And then oh. people are like, oh, oh what? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like, heal or heal. Is like, that, like, an Ohio thing? I don't know. I think it's, like, a speech impediment thing. I was okay. I was in speech <laughs> like class until, yeah. like, eighth grade because I couldn't pronounce my R's. Thank you. Were they, like, W's? Yeah, like, I would say, mi- like, bird, right? I had right. this teacher, Miss Bird. Right. So I would say Miss Bud. Oh, that's, a, that's oh, like right. adorable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you were on the smaller side, I assume, in your class. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I look like a Pokemon, probably. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, <I just> <laughs> you know, the weird thing was, though, until, like, fifth grade, I was the tallest kid in my class. Huh. Yeah, it was weird. And like, it just I stopped. Had, I, yeah, it, that was it. That was, right. like, the last time I grew. Hmm. Yeah, pretty huh. much. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, and it's been all downhill since. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, How are you regarded by other drivers on track? Uh... I think, well, I mean, I try not to do anything too stupid, you know. Um, I've probably always been a little more passive than, like, pure aggressive. Okay. Um, I'm a big outside guy, especially on the ovals. Like, I always like to try to pass on the outside. Um, Just because I feel like I have less of a chance of taking anyone else out, I'm just taking myself (laughs) out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why. To me, like, the outside always seems way more appealing than just, like, throwing it down. Um but, yeah, no, I think I, I'm a fair racer. Okay, like, so it's not like once you put the helmet on, you become nah. this, like, over-aggressive dickhead. That, right, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. I've done stupid stuff for sure, but I think we all have at certain times. But, yeah, I think I try to be a little more calculated with things um, just because, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, I, I'd rather wait for someone to struggle and then, like, get by mm-hmm. instead of just, like, all right, good luck, everyone else, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, just <laughs> yeah, here I come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think that's why I enjoy over racing so much because, mm-hmm. like, that kind of passing is just a lot of fun because it's very methodical. It's, right. You're timing it, and then there's just this mutual respect thing. Pocono was a different story, obviously, but, you know, Texas, it's one of those tracks that when you finish at Texas and you're coming down pit lane, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I guess I, I guess you would call it, like, it feels like you're smoking cigarettes all night. You know what I mean? Because it's like, this is yeah, this is yeah. not good for my health. Right. <laughs> but, like, it's so Eventually fun. this could get really yeah, bad. Yeah, you know, yeah. and 
I, yeah, I wish we did more of them because mm-hmm. I just that's what I grew up watching. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's what I loved. And still this day, one of the most fun races I've ever been a part of is the Freedom 100 and the old car. Yeah. You're yeah. going three wide for, yeah. you know, 40 laps. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, you'd be first all the way back to six. And you're like, cool, I'm leading three laps later. You yeah, know, it's yeah. just stuff like that's been a lot of fun. But I definitely think the ovals, once you get them figured out, they're easier than the road courses for sure. Yeah. Um, it's just the thinking man's game more mm-hmm. so than like all out like pushing. Right. So, plus the ovals have been easier for me, I think, because they're less physical. Sure. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. you show up at Mid Ohio and you put on reds for that last stint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go through turn one, man, you feel like, like yeah, <laughs> right. You know, you're screaming almost to like just put enough wheel in it. Yeah. It's, right. It's crazy. Um, but we've all been wearing these whoops. So yeah, this, I saw that big so kind yeah. of push after Texas. So yeah, so it tracks your heart rate. Okay, but mainly for, for us, us boomers, a whoop is basically like a Fitbit kind of watch. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. I like how he was like, yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, sell me on a whoop. At that that point in your life, I don't think you're really caring about your heart rate, right? No. Just oh on. wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, good all right. Point. Well, this was a good show. <laughs> yeah. I just want you to remember, Zach, that he controls the edit. Yeah. yeah. Know, know who edits your show, Zach. <laughs> yeah, <fair. laughs> Sorry. Um, no, but basically it's a Fitbit. It's just a more advanced Fitbit now. So we oh, c- now he changed his tone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know. We, uh, but we wore him in the car, and that was the thing. Like, I was about 175 BPM yeah. during the race. Rossi is about 165. Dixon was like 140. Yeah. Yeah, we were joking about that. And it's just yeah. like, man – <laughs> it's crazy. Like, he wasn't even – I just think about, you know, Talladega Nights, you know, John Gerard, like, drinking his, like, cappuccino right, while he's driving right, around. And right. I'm like, that's basically what Dixon was doing all night at yeah. Texas. Like yeah. he's the just, guy that won. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 100%. Yeah. You know, he's just yeah. in control yeah. and chilled and – yeah, it's we pretty, have, pretty cool. We have a joke that just like if we're not sure who won the IndyCar race, Scott it, Dixon. it's Dixon. Yeah, and we were dr- where were well, we? Well, Power had the pole, but yeah, yeah. well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like at Texas, <laughs> Texas, just yeah, we went on Twitter right after the race to find yeah, out because we were and doing we, a dinner or something. We saw nothing about anyone saying results, and it was like, yeah. it must be Dixon. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, like it was like like sixth place interview guy that finished fourth, you yeah. know, but no, like, who won this thing? And uh, we're like, oh, I was the guy be that Dixon. finished fourth. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> but it was the easiest way to tell because no one was like, yeah, he did it. Like, it was like, oh, yeah. it must yeah. be Dixon. Yeah, yeah, well, Dixon because yeah. it's like, of course he did. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm kind of to that point in my life, and I don't mean this to come off in a weird way or bad way, but, like, that I'm starting to notice how fast things are going by. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've seen the articles go Wait from youngest. Well, yeah, dude. Uh, it's gone from the youngest Ohioan to the young Ohioan, and an article came out, I think, in January, <laughs> and it was like the youngish Ohioan. And I was like, this kind of sucks, man. You're 25. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now all my friends are getting married, and like Chavez, they're expecting a baby in like right. October, right. and it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, this is that next round, you know? I was referred to as a veteran of sports car racing <laughs> in racer magazine i was like stop that please like, i appreciate what you're saying but i don't need that right now also can we talk about there needs to be it's your show whatever ste- you want to talk steps about steps between being a rookie and a veteran yeah now, i remember when i showed up at saint pete for my second year in indycar and mm-hmm. they're like veteran zach veach and i'm like Nah. Am I <laughs> sophomore at Besser? Am I? I mean, I figured out how to turn the car on like 12 months ago. <laughs> like, it's like, but you know, there should be a stepping stone in there. Mm-hmm. I feel like veterans like five years. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to talk about the van because I too have a van. But Dude, your van is cool. Your van's cool. Yeah. 
So I live like two different lives. Um, <laughs> Amish ha- mafia. Well, three now. <laughs> I gotta start doing the paperwork. Yeah, I think it would be paperwork. <laughs> yeah, because it wouldn't be. Well, you'd need to start a shell company. <laughs> Electronic. That's the paperwork. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some so. butter. <laughs> Veach butter churns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, um, we need a patent. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like a row. Yeah. You know, it's just a just bucket, an or. A piece it's just of a wood. bucket and an oar. Yeah. <laughs> Not funny story. Sorry, we'll get to the van. Um, I had this dog, this um, this stray dog, because you live out in the country, mm-hmm. dogs kind of run wild. I had this strange dog, stray dog named Lucky. I was like four years old. Why not name a dog Lucky? So I went to school <laughs> and came back, dog gone. And... I was, like, crushed. Two days go by, dog's gone. Three days go by, dog's gone. So I'm like, man, where could it have gone? And my dad was like, well, buddy, you know, we live. There's a lot of Amish here. It was probably one of the, the Amish farm dogs, so it probably went back home. Yeah. So being, like, four years old, I'm like, the Amish stole my dog. <laughs> you know, I was just, like, upset for, like, you know, three right. years. But that's, like, the Ohio version of Puppy Lake, basically. Yeah, so, so it to the fell farm? into yeah. the yeah. pool. Yeah, oh. we, we just got an above ground pool and yeah. uh, we were all gone and it had a cover and it's a terrible sad story yeah. um, but yeah I, I assume uh, I tried to walk out onto the pool sure, and, sure. and that's what it was but like my dad didn't have the heart to tell me right, yeah. obviously I mean yeah. I look now and I'm like no I wouldn't tell the kid that yeah, but, right. but yeah that blame, was, it on, blame the Amish blame it, well, on, yeah. it wasn't like blaming it was just like buddy it probably went to a farm you know like because that was like the nicest thing to say. Like it probably yeah. went back to its home the and farm, its owner. Yeah. Here where we don't live by Amish, it'd be like Puppy Lake or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. like Jebediah next door. <laughs> it's his fault. Abraham got yeah. rid of it. Yeah. yeah. So that is one thing. But yeah, so my van. Um, Your preteen life was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought I had it rough growing up, yeah. but it was all self-induced. But yeah. like. You, your dog yeah. got stolen by the Amish. <laughs> you had your teeth and guy knocked smashed in. your teeth out. For yeah. being a, and then somebody trashed your first ever podium hat. Yeah, I still got the hat, though. We'll put it in the washing machine. Okay. That's all good. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But, yeah. but, all right. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, so I fell in love with this, like, climbing world. So um, when I'm out in the race car, I love to be out west, especially Yosemite Valley. I don't know if you've guys seen, like, the free solo movie. Yeah, yeah of course. Cliffhanger. Yeah, right. Classic, you know. So, yeah. funny story about Cliffhanger. Oh, boy. Um, no, <laughs> I didn't see this coming. Well, so, uh, John Long, in the 70s, climbing was becoming huge. And now, the 70s was like the generation of like the 90s of motorsports, mm-hmm. when things really got pushed to what they were today. So, there's this drug plane coming from Columbia, and it crashed into a lower Merced Lake uh, in Yosemite Valley. So, these climbers... Um, they had a girlfriend that was living on the switchboard. She was working on the switchboard. She heard about this plane going down, and I guess what could have been on it. So all these climbers were very athletic, and they could mobilize faster in search and rescue. Mm-hmm. So they went up to this lake where this plane crashed, and they noticed like the front of the plane was broke through the ice, yeah. but there was nothing else. So they started looking through the ice of this lake, and they noticed all these big, like, bags yeah yeah so they yeah. broke through the bags and it was all this like Colombian weed that was like flying up north yeah so all these alive. climbers just like raided the plane <laughs> like took all of it apparently and sold it all mm-hmm. so john right. john long sold it all. well right. yeah, yeah yeah the climbing world yeah well hey i love that this is the story you know well, no well because <laughs> it's from a documentary of the Amish mob. It, it's from a documentary called valley <laughs> uprising which uh, you have to watch and this is what got you hooked on climbing um no it was just <laughs> like, like no we did yeah yeah <laughs> no, the documentary is like how it started. It's like the history of rock climbing in the U.S., okay. so it's really good. But apparently John Long was like the wreck, so he'd like record everything. 
And because of this, he wrote a screenplay and sold it as Cliffhanger. As Cliffhanger. Yeah, so that's okay. why, like, the plane crashing and obviously it was money instead of drugs. But So that's kind of funny. So Cliffhanger actually came from the climbing world. But Interesting. Cliffhanger is the driven of climbing. It's the same director. Is it? It's Rennie Harlan, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that's why. Yeah, every climber, like, Cliffhanger, you're just like, ugh, man. Like, and then it's the same as, like, seeing a simulation of, like, oh, yeah. this car is going to spin in, like, three laps. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's, oh. That's Rennie Harlan. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. It's fair. He's okay. now running the Chinese film industry. I'm not making that up. <laughs> yeah, that's a real thing. All right, I will get back to... Oh, no, we, no, no, no. Right. This got, show lives on tangents. I got yeah. a bunch of tangents. Um, but anyway, so... In the, the documentaries, um, you know, a lot of the climbers start buying these sprinter vans, and they make them into little homes. So when you're out west, you can drive where the weather's nice yeah. and, you know, sleep right outside the cliff, get up, make breakfast, mm -hmm. go climb. So, like, free solo, that's exactly what he was doing. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Kind of that's thing. 100%. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, you know, I've done the, the dirtbag thing of, like, sleeping outside just, you know, on the ground basically for the past, like, eight years. And, you know, <laughs> it's, it's either you're in the dirt or you're cooking in the rain. And I was in Vegas uh, at Red Rocks climbing, mm -hmm. and this huge storm came through while we were out uh, trying to climb. And it was like 40-mile-an-hour winds. It blew our tent like half a mile away. We had to search for it in the middle of the night. And while I'm doing this, I'm just like so over this experience. I'm like, the next time I come back here, I'm going to have a van. Like, I'm just like. <laughs> so luckily enough, I got, you know, with IndyCar, I'm finally to a place where I could, you know, spend all my savings on a van yeah. and yeah we just started working on it I, I didn't know anything about carpentry so it was a lot of youtube and internet but um you know my girlfriend kate and i we've done probably 90 percent of all the build ourselves yeah. so you know insulate it we've built a bed cabinets uh benches to sit on we got a three gas uh burner with mm -hmm. an oven and a sink so um it's perfect man it, it's great for what we want to do because if you think about it we just have to pay for gas. Mm -hmm. It's our rental car, yeah. our hotel, yeah. and our airplane yeah. to get out west. So it makes a lot of sense. Um, but, you know, once the season ends, normally it's always at Laguna. So you're only about three hours from Yosemite Valley. So we would just drive to Yosemite in September and climb. But um, now it looks like the season's gone to mid-October. So Yosemite might not happen this year, but once the season's over, we're going to drive out to Joshua Tree and just live out of the van for a couple of months and just do the dirtbag thing, man. Just live out of our car, climb wow. every day, and just and enjoy. And was she it. into this prior? So she's a backpacker. Okay. Okay. So it's funny thing. There's this weird thing in climbing where you look at the backpackers. I don't know if it's like IndyCar looking at like a different like series, but you're like, that can't be hard. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you put it away. Like, no, like, you know what I mean, though? Like, how. No, I don't. Like, I don't. If you have this I look view. at IndyCar and go, wow, that's really hard. Yeah. Well, but like, no, like, backpacking people, was his IMSA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I was like, I, was like, I know where you're going, that, Beach. That's not what I'm saying. I know but where like, you're going, some Beach. People, some people have like this view, right? Yeah. That, I know like, oh, mean. we're above. And it's yeah. like, no. It, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, you know, one, we're lucky to do this, but like, there's this weird view of like, oh, climbing's a bit superior. Sure, yeah. And, yeah. and so I kind of had that with backpacking because I'm like, well, you're carrying a backpack for like five days. Like <laughs> yeah, how whatever. hard is it? Yeah. Like where's the risk? So <laughs> Kate planned the hardest trail you could do in the Grand Canyon. It was six <laughs> days. We did 45 miles. And the first day is just seven miles of going down. Right. Going oh, down God, is harder are, on your body. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you got like 40 pounds of gear on. Yeah. And when we got to the bottom, she's still like spry, man. Yeah. And I'm like dying. <laughs> like I literally think like I'm just, this is the end for right, me. Right, right. And that was here. my moment where like I had so much respect for like backpacking and what she did. So, so was this... 
by design for her? I think so. To like kind of prove a point for <laughs> yes. you guys? She, okay. she proved it. Yeah. Okay. She, she really yeah. did. So, um, you like giving an IndyCar guy like a four-hour stint? To, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. Just yeah, right. dead. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. luck. Exactly. You yeah. know, trial by fire. So, yeah. um, so I, I really appreciate backpacking now. So we're going to be doing a lot of that too. So mm-hmm. that's cool with the van. Um, we can take that. Uh, we were supposed to do this slot canyon, this like 60-mile slot canyon okay. this past November. <laughs> we, we had to wade across the river. Uh, Probably about 40 times we got three miles in the water was like waist deep and you're going into a slot canyon that was formed by rain right yeah, you know when yeah. it rains all the water goes through makes the slot canyon deep so we got three miles into this trail and it just started downpouring and that's like the worst place to be <laughs> so we didn't we had to bail basically and, and get out so we didn't get that trip so that's something we're going to go back and do it's called Perea canyon okay so um you know have you seen the wave it's um there's this beautiful, like, Instagram famous spot now um, called The Wave, but it's in that confine. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to probably go back out there in November. But the thing I took most pride in, and I think a lot of the mechanics kind of appreciated it, but, like, you know, I learned all the trades myself. Um, you know, I, one thing, um, Kevin Goon, he's uh, an air jack on, on Colton's car, really good guy. He's a cabinet maker. So the cabinet that houses my oven and sink yeah. and the drawers for plates and stuff, I was like, buddy, can you just build this for me? Because, yeah. like, it's going to take me three times as long, and I'm probably going to mess it up. Yeah, you're, he'll do it right. So yeah. he built that for me. But everything else, the wiring, it was all stuff that I looked on the Internet, studied for, like, two months, and then then pulled the trigger on it. Yeah. So the thing I've enjoyed, I've had to learn a lot. You know, I've used saws and things for yeah. six months. So yeah. I still got all my fingers. Um, and I think it might be uh, – a sideline career too. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of want to keep building these vans. <laughs> it's, so you're gonna it, become like the van tune shop. Yeah. You yeah. know, right. Ray Hall's got his performance shop, but no one's building like adventure vans. Like people right. are, but it's there's like two there's two spectrums. There's like this like ten thousand dollar van that you just throw like your yeah. mountain bike and yeah. stuff in, and then you have these. Some of these vans are like three hundred grand. You know, the van itself, Honda didn't make a van, unfortunately. Well, so, they have the Honda Odyssey. It's well, pretty popular. Not a cargo <laughs> van. Sorry, that's what I mean. Honda didn't make a cargo van. Um, you know, Ryan, he's got the Odyssey because he's got, like, 12 kids. <laughs> so he's got to have the room. <laughs> um, but, uh, but so I went with a, a Pro Master because yeah. it's the most square. And, you know, the van itself is about 34. And <laughs> by the time I'm done building it, I'll probably have 17 in it. Right, so, right. you know, right around 50, 55. And, you know, I've already had some guy on Instagram. like, dude, when you get done with that thing, let me know. I'd easily pay 100. And I'm like... <laughs> What? But like, I'm done it. with it right, right. now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, but that's the thing. Part right. of me was like, uh, but like I spent like eight months building mm-hmm. this thing, and I'm yeah. like, no, like, yeah, yeah. It's my toy. Yeah. Well, so, the, so like, the, like the project build is that a personal pride thing, or is that a budget thing? Like you couldn't afford to do it, or you just pride to have thing. something else? You know, yeah. I still mow my own grass. <laughs> like you know, it's just little stuff like that from being from small town, right? It's like I could easily pay one of the kids in the neighborhood like twenty bucks to do it, but like. I don't know. I, I try to be as self-efficient as I can. And, you know, if you can learn something new along the way, it's kind of cool, right? You know, so, but I think that goes back to the hobby thing, like we were talking. Like, you know, I do climbing, backpacking, cycling now. I have a saltwater fish tank. Yeah, you're being, uh, I saw that too. I was <laughs> like, we're that? in a sushi place. Yeah. That's weird. Like, I'll be working on my fish tank every now and then. I'll be like, man, I'm I starving. want sushi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of kind of like up. looking over there. You're like, not me, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, me. yeah. Fair. So I feel bad about that. But, you know, I've just kind of always wanted to be, like, a low-class, like, road scholar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of, like, being able to do, like, <laughs> whatever I can. <laughs> like, you know, I, I didn't do the whole college thing. So I won't be, uh, you know, 
I won't have the Rhodes Scholar degrees right, and everything, right. but I, uh, I think I can get by with uh, some you'll of the have things. A sprinter, that's yeah, way better than yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. The, dude, roof racks are expensive. Yeah, yeah. Like I was looking at uh, Illuminus. It's this company out in California, mm-hmm. and they do such a good job. But it's like three grand <laughs> for something that's just holding your solar panels. Right. <laughs> like it's like. How do I like? You know, I think that every day. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, it's a common common concept. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, like it's still a lot of money. Like yeah. you know, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Um, so yeah, but that's my last thing. The yeah. roof rack is something I won't build. That's like my final thing I got to put on the van, and then yeah. I already got the solar panels wired, so it's just like plug and play. So I'll put the panels up top, connect the connectors, and then I'm ready to go. How much uh, like how strong are these solar panels? So I think they're 250 watt. So I'll have three of them. Okay. Um, which I did the full-on indie car thing, which I hate that I've learned this. It's uh, well, if one's good, two's better. <laughs> but if I can fit three up there, right. I might as well put three. Right. So like, yeah. Like running your own server farm. <laughs> yeah. Right. What's going on? Right. Yeah. So I'll have no need for like charging. Um, because as of right now, I did these uh, lithium-ion batteries, which are cool. Because, like, the normal batteries, you know, if, say, it's 200 amp hours, you really only get 100 because yeah. you damage them if you go past 50%, right? So the lithium, you <laughs> right, can... Sean? Right, Well, you agree. <laughs> I know a lot about you, you this. You said yes. something. Yeah, yeah, I was like, well, he knows. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the lipos, you can take all the way down to, like, 20%. Mm-hmm. So uh, Yeah, and if you overcharge him, <laughs> yeah. it has a great effect. Well, right yeah, that's, yeah, that's scary, too. That's why you spend a lot of not money the, on the, the charge the controller. Like, yeah. Well, it's not yeah. like three solar panels could do. It. No, so. not not at all. You know. But uh, but yeah, I can go five days without sun, so nice, I should nice. be okay. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Multiply that by six, and you can edit a TV show. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Right. You're gonna be just fine. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. I mean, that's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Do you know Justin Marks? Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say you guys have a lot in common. You should probably yeah. talk to him. So about the it. funny thing is, he kind of he didn't uh, pay any attention to me. He was he was climbing. He put some climbing like. Uh, photos out uh-huh. and I was like dude we got to get together sometime yeah and like never replied and I was like all right that's cool <laughs> so Justin Marks is a dick wow cool. you heard it here <laughs> yeah. finally it's out I, I, yeah. I think I was I finally think I was missed <laughs> between the, you know all the people commenting but he does a lot of the mountaineering stuff yeah. which yeah. I want to get into um which seems really cool um so what's the bucket list then because like Justin Justin's slowly ticking them all off yeah like what's where, where for me climbing El Cap I want to okay. climb the nose. You know, that's 3,000 feet. Yeah. Uh, you're on the wall for four or five days. So yeah. that's uh, that's a big one. Um, and then I just have weird things. Like up in the Northwest Territories, there's this uh, – it's called the Chain of the Unclimbables. Um, there's a, a route called the Lotus I'm Flower. I'm sold. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, to get to it, like literally it's like a three-hour – flight on a float plane you land on this little like lake right and then it's like a three-day hike from there and then you basically tell the, the pilot like look come back 14 days if i'm not standing on the bank like come find Send us the rescue party you yeah. know so that's still i think way out there because like there's a couple medical courses i want to take where they like teach you like how to like sew people up or how to like fix things if you really need to so i definitely want something like that before you just ship off into the right, wilderness right. but that's on there um but, yeah, just a lot of little stuff. Um, you know, the, the fun thing about being a rock climber is you have this gift where you notice weird rocks in random places. Like someone can show you a picture of, like, a route, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's in Red Rocks. And you're like, why do I know this? You know? No, but, but that's like looking at curbing on a racetrack exactly. and you're like, oh, that's Road America. That's yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly how it is. Yeah. So, so, yeah, the thing I love about the climber lifestyle, a lot of these guys, you know, it's just it's simple, man. You know, yeah. they're just out having, having fun. Um, you know, you're not really – 
doing anything bad in the world. You're just uh, doing something that's good for you and, and kind of like a spiritual thing too. You sure. know, when you're up sure. on these big things, man, it's relaxing. It's the funny thing is everybody wants an epic story. Yo, like yeah. an epic is yeah. when everything goes wrong and you like barely survive. <laughs> like it'd be cool to have like an epic story, but then you start thinking about it. It's like, I don't really want to go through an epic though. <laughs> well, also at this point in your career, I don't think you want other people hearing the epic. Yeah, that's like, fair. You too. know, if you're, if people are investing into you, not to make it yeah. serious, but if people are investing into you, you know, Climbing has definitely not been a popular <laughs> conversation. What do you as mean? As far as like contracts and things. <laughs> um, you know, the thing I look at it though, I think Alex Honnold said it, and you know, climbing's not high risk, it's just high consequence. You know, if you do it wrong, right, the consequences are really bad. But as far as being on a racetrack with 20 other guys, it's definitely more high risk than it is high consequence. So that's kind of how I, I balance it out. And then, especially when I'm climbing too, like, if my level, say, is at 100% of, like, my, my maximum is at 100, I only climb at, like, 60. Because, you know, for me at this point, it's just for fun. Like, I'm not trying to go out and push a new right. route You're not or, some or take some stupid risk. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you just got to be within your means, right? So if anyone ever asks you for a story, you should just do the plot from Cliffhanger <laughs> and be vague about it and see if they can. They're like, oh, my God. Yeah. You're like, yeah, the plane it was, went down. It was crazy. But – my buddy hated me because I accidentally <laughs> killed his girlfriend. Like, you know, it's like terrible times. Yeah. Also, I'm Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah, and I used to race cars. I used to be a boxer. <laughs> I like to hum when I drive. <laughs> you know, that's the one thing about Driven. So oh, here we go. When I watched Driven. The one thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I watched Driven, so it came out in 2001, right? right. So I was seven. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I didn't know a whole lot about motorsports. So to me, that was the coolest thing ever. Like, I didn't know. Shit, maybe that stuff existed, right? So, like, I thought it was was, was sick. Um, but the thing I didn't understand is, like, he's humming on the radio. And they're like, does anyone else do that? And they're like, not among the living. Like, humming and driving is the most dangerous <laughs> dangerous thing you can possibly do. That even outweighed picking up quarters around Toronto. Right, right. Like, right. That was Not among the living. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, this right. This guy's really bold. Yeah. He's doing it. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about your TV game for a second because there was a um, – I saw it because – I saw it – I think it was on Twitter. I don't remember. Maybe it was Instagram. There was a photo – of your van by a river, <laughs> and you yeah. said Chris Farley would be proud or something yeah. to that effect. Yeah. And I was like, "You're not old enough to know that." No, I'm not. Right, okay. I'm not. Right. So um, how this happened was, you know, I started posting about, "Hey guys, I'm building a van." Yeah. And every like single person would reply like, "Are you going to live, live in a van, van down, down by, by the, the river? river?" And I'm like, "Kids, there was a show called SNL." Yeah, I was like. Why do people keep saying this? So I told my dad. <laughs> oh, okay. And he just died laughing. Your dad's like my age, He's like probably. Chris Farley. And I'm like. <laughs> you could be Zach's yeah. dad. Yeah. I'm like, the guy from Black Sheep. Yeah, like Tommy Boy. I know wait, Chris wait. Farley. You know, yeah. you know Black Sheep, but yeah, you don't know. Tommy Boy. I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I guess Tommy that's not But those are like, like yeah. a movie can show up on cable sure, sure. when you're 12 years well, old. Well, these are like things I sat through with my dad. Mm -hmm. Like when I was a kid. <laughs> Your dad sounds awesome, by the way. He is. He's a pretty good dude. You know, pay attention to this. He did the whole truck and tractor pulling thing, so he like got me interested in motorsports. But, yeah, but like and when made it, you watch Tommy Boy. Yeah, well, when South or not South Park, South Park was good. That would have my attention. When SNL came on as a kid, yeah, you're like, I don't get any of the jokes. Right. I don't get any of the references. Yeah, yeah. Like this sucks. So I didn't really pay attention to it. Now it's hilarious because you're like, oh well, yeah, the world is kind of 
This is messed up. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so I didn't know that. So I Googled the, the Chris Farley thing, and then, yeah, now it's way funny. So, like, I was like, well, I might as well put this out there for everyone because they'd appreciate it. And they did. Yeah, it was cool. All right. I saw that. I saw a Dunder Mifflin sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I like, like the office. Well, are, are you a TV guy? So I'm like a binger. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, How I Met Your Mother, I've probably gone through, like, seven times. The whole series? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was just, it was cool. Like, I started watching it when, it was funny, because I was always the hopeless, like, romantic in the group. Um, so, I, when we were younger, it was always Gabby Chavez, his wife now, Gabby. They were, like, the mom and dad of the group, so they always threw the parties Wait, and stuff. Uh, what's Gabby's wife's name? Gabby. Is it really? Gabby girl. Yeah. So, we call them Gabby boy, Gabby girl. <laughs> They're not naming their kid Gabby, though. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, they were okay. like, dude, you're literally to- Ted Mosby. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> so I started watching it, and I was like, dude, that is me. Like, there for a while, I'd like, every week, I'd be like, guys, I met the one. I'm falling in love. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Two weeks would go by, and I'd be like, yeah, she won't text me back. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, that, that kind of fit my, my younger days. So. Yeah, How I Met Your Mother's good. Futurama, big yeah, guy. Yeah. Uh, South Park. What's What's your favorite racing movie? It's hard to beat Ford versus Ferrari because it's so well done. Yeah, really well done. You know, um, that's been that's been one of them. Yeah. I, I'd say that's probably P1 sure. now out of all of them. Uh, but winning, actually, just because yeah. it's old school. The, like, the plot was kind of dumb with the whole, like, girlfriend and, like, but I get mm-hmm. it. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Come on. <laughs> There's been a time where you and your teammate were, like, upset with each other over an opposite sex. Like, What do you mean? That's, that's fair. Like, I mean, I think Sage and I got in fights, like, <laughs> every weekend when we were, like, 15 and we were teammates. Over girls. Oh, yeah. Well, think about it. Like, we're well, 15 like years old well, driving F2000 thinking that we're cool. And right. there's, like, you know, at that time there would be, like, you know, one girl one that was our age at the racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just trying to like out compete each other, but then you just look dumb. Okay. Yeah. You're not gonna answer it, but Sage's game, I have to know. Sage's 15 year old game. How was it? Well, he didn't have to have game because he's really good looking. Yeah. Sure. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's, that's his whole career, that's right? Fair. You know. <laughs> like I was always, I was, I was, it was always us, and like yeah. I'm, a, yeah. He was the better looking one. So sure. like he was like the attractor, and I had to like come in and fill the gaps with like. Witty banter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say intelligence, but that's not it. Yeah. <laughs> Sage is a good dude. It's funny. We had, a we had like, a brother thing. So, like, we were really close when we were 15. We fell completely out of it and hated each other for, like, a year. And now we just, like, we're really good friends. So it's just kind of like that younger, older brother thing. Yeah. Um, was the fallout? Not necessarily. I don't even know specifics. No, but it is it, but it's more we related to... Like, you, you hit different points in your career, and you end up that adjusting it. Yeah. We both yeah. got to the indie light stage. Yeah. And, like, I think lights really brings out, like, that kill or be killed mentality, well, right? Well, you're so close. You're so close. Right. And, you know, you're always looking to see, like, who's getting ahead. And that was dumb. You know, I think I look back, and if I could, like, say anything to, like, a kid that's 15 now, is, like, don't compare yourself to where someone else is, like, development-wise. Like, just because you're the same age, don't go into podcasting if, then. If, if he goes, like, a step ahead of you. Yeah. Because I was always in a measuring contest with Sage. Like, yeah, if yeah, he yeah. moved up, I wanted to move up, right? And, like, that was just kind of, you're competitive. But, you know, you got to do what's best for you, man. Yeah. We totaled a tugger at Laguna. 
<laughs> we were 15 years old. It was our first race weekend. <laughs> with uh, those things are just made out of steel. So you know the, <laughs> like, the biggest that? hill. Yeah. Um, you know it's so it's but the corner before the corkscrew, the mm -hmm. left hander, the yes. scary one. Yes. yes. So yeah. that's where the tallest point. And is. we're talking so about on the infield. Yeah. Yes. On yeah. The for the fans listening, yeah. not the track. Yeah. The, the infield. infield. So yeah, and that's the kind of height where brakes don't work yeah. on well, something like so that. So we took the tucker all the way to the top. And, like, you're not strapped to these things, right? Yeah. You're sitting wait, on, are you on a pizza the, box. Are you on the track or on the actual bumpy on, we're on dirt the hill. infield? We're on the, like, like you're on going the hill, up to watch. The dirt. Yeah. yeah. We're going up to the top, God, like, yeah. where the photographers go. Yeah. So so we got to the top, and then we realized, like, well, there's a governor. So if you want to go faster, just put the thing in neutral. Yeah, absolutely. And so we turned it around, got to the top of the hill. I gave us a big push in neutral, ran, jumped in the passenger seat. And we just bobsled this yeah, thing yeah. down the hill. Yeah. Well, we couldn't get it stopped at the bottom. So we, like, <laughs> side-swiped, like, through the fence, basically. So we, like, <laughs> scratched the hell on the left side of this tugger. You're lucky to be alive. And it, like, dude, come on. Yeah. I was like, That's a 90 <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like, you were thinking about bailing off this thing. Absolutely. At this point, it's, it is a bobsled. Yeah. So we, we couldn't get it starting again because we, like, knocked the battery loose. Well, yeah, we had the to, fence went we through it. We pushed yeah. it up the yeah. hill again. <laughs> And we like rolled it all the way back to our our truck. Yeah. And then we just stopped. And then we like both ran into the office. So you tried to well we park it like like you weren't there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> well, this is the thing. So we ran in the office and we're like having a conversation. We're like, ah, shit. What do we do? Do we like tell them? Right. We're like, well, they need it for the car. So like, if it's you know, broke for like, us to race. Yeah. yeah. So we're yeah. like. Well, maybe we should just tell them to look at it. <laughs> so like, we were walking by it. Hey, did and, you notice? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. So obviously they found out what happened. We had to buff out all the scratches, which wasn't too bad, and then they repaired everything else that needed to be, and we were okay. But the funny thing is, to make this day worse, like three hours later, it's our first real race as a teammate. Sage is leading. I'm running second. I come out of the last corner. Uh, it was like coming to three to go, so we're right in the line together. I come out of the last corner. I pitch off a belt on the engine, so I'm done, right, whatever, come to the end of the track. So the guy, what happened to Sage? Anyway, something happened. That same lap going into turn one, like Sage either crashed or like something broke. Yeah. So like a matter of us like destroying the tugger to both yeah. of us running one, two, or three and to go, like checked out. Yeah. Yeah. We both like ended our days on the exact same like lap right. on the same straight. And just mechanic like, was like, I would have tightened that belt, <laughs> but yeah. I was too busy fixing a fucking tugger. like, man, maybe, maybe we shouldn't do the things that we do, <laughs> you know? But that, that's just, you know, it was fun stories. It's like I heard a mechanic was telling me Castro Nevis and Canaan used to chase each other around, like, pit lane, like, or the paddocks shooting each other with, like, juice boxes, like those Capri Suns, right. like, in the lights. So right. Where like, people uh, are walking by. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, okay. you know, it's all the same. You know, it's well, just Well, I mean, there's destroying a $10,000 <laughs> Tugger and yeah. there's a juice box. But, yeah, sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Those things weigh a ton. <laughs> yeah, my, my favorite about those kind of moments is you're having fun, you're ha and then you hit that point of no return. Yeah. Where everything becomes goes from oh, fun to like silent. Panic. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, what do we do now? Yeah. What? Why did we do this? Yeah. This was not a good. Yeah. yeah. And, good and the fence is getting closer. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any rivals like uh, through the junior ranks that you just not necessarily like on a personal level, but like you just always found yourself running into them or having a contract uh, issue? Me and Piggott. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Spencer Piggott and I. Um, it's weird. Yeah, we always just kind of had this, like, friction together. And we have days that we're really close, you know, at Pit Fit. Like, we're good friends and yeah, stuff. But, yeah. yeah, when we get to the racetrack, I think him and I have not always agreed with each other. Yeah. I think we've outgrown that as we've gotten older because, you know, the funny thing is once you get to IndyCar, like, all the little shit that used to bother you, 
doesn't like matter anymore because you just know how hard it is. Yeah. Like yeah. the funny thing is, you know, I had a big rivalry with Gabby and Jack Harvey in mm -hmm. 2014. You know, um, we were leading the championship for the first half half of the year, was second in the championship going into the last race of the year, and and you, know, you just wanted to beat those guys. But now it's like when one of us does well in IndyCar, like Jack has a good result, mm -hmm. or me, or Felix. You get texts from all your friends you grew up racing with, mm -hmm. like Jack and Felix after the Texas race. They're like, dude, so happy for you. Yeah. And it's just because you know how hard it is now. Yeah. And when you see one of us doing well, it's just you're happy for the other guy because yeah. you're like, dude, good for you. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. um, So you lose kind of that pettiness, I think, right. once you kind of Well, especially because you've now hit that threshold where you, you're also in the same club. And yeah. you feel it's almost like a part of you because if you could all compete together yeah. at junior level, it's now like part of you is It's like your graduating class. You know yeah, what I right, mean? Like, right. Yeah, because yeah, we, we grew up together. Like, right. I met Gabby when I was 12, and we raced yeah. go-karts against each other, and then cars, and, yeah, and then we did some IndyCar races together. And yeah. It's just funny. I mean, it, it, so much has changed since then, but, like, we've been lucky enough to stay friends and close through the whole thing. So when Gabby's Harding thing came together, um, you know, unfortunately that didn't, like, really pan out the way that it should have. But, you know, I was, like, struggling man i was like dude i honestly think it's just time for me to like walk away like you know i i've been pushing after this so hard nothing's coming i'm just tired yeah you know, i'm tired yeah. of being told no and gabby was like buddy just like six more months just keep pushing like yeah, six yeah. more months you don't know what's going to happen and then that's what led me to find the sponsor that i have now so i, I yeah i love that dude he's <laughs> like you know yeah. he's just a really good friend so i'm happy to see him back doing something you work for the biggest team in the paddock in terms I of entries, so. is it like five cars, yeah, right? Yeah, we have a quarter of the IndyCar field. Yeah. I think. <laughs> How much time do you get with the top brass at Andretti? Uh, a lot. I yeah. mean, I was over at Michael's house for a pool party like a week ago, cool. two weeks ago. <laughs> so, you know, we always do these these end-of-day end meetings that uh, arguably are getting longer because we keep adding cars. But you just kind of <laughs> go through your day and it's like, hey, this was good for me. This was bad. Yeah. I think this is what I need. This is the direction that the track's going. And... You just kind of listen to, to, you know, who's saying what. And it's a positive but also a negative because you have six different opinions on something. Yeah, right. And arguably something I like, Marco might not like. Or saying Alex. If Alex says the car is loose, like, don't go out. Yeah. Because, like, he, <laughs> he likes his thing. to be. It's so backwards half the time, but yeah. that's just his style. Yeah. So you start to learn things like that. So, you know, you take his feedback knowing how he drives, and you interpret it in your own way. Mm -hmm. So I'm probably most similar to Hunter Ray because, mm -hmm. you know, I like the car free, but, you know, I'm fine with some understeer. I don't want to be, like, chasing the thing all day. Right. And that's kind of where Ryan's at. And Colton's a little closer to Alex, but he's probably more in our group. Mm -hmm. Marco likes a whole lot of understeer, so he's kind of bottom of the spectrum. Alex is the top as far as freeness, and we're all kind of somewhere in the middle. But uh, Ryan, you know, you, not saying I have favorites, right, but – Ryan's probably the one guy that I lean on the most just because he's not not that there's games but you know younger guys you still have that kind of I'm, I'm looking at you mentality right of like right. you know I'm gonna tell you 90 percent yeah right yeah but Ryan you know he's done so much that he's like open he doesn't yeah. care and I don't mean yeah. that the guys withhold information but they don't want to show vulnerability yeah right. yeah and, and, and Ryan he's at a point he, in his career exactly yeah you know yeah, he knows I was who he is. having a rough go about it last year and you know I was obviously getting down and just got a random like five paragraph text from Ryan. And it's like, dude, obviously you've done it before. So we all know you're fast. Like just stick with it. I'm sorry. Like you're going through it. I've been there. Like, yeah. and it's just stuff like that. Like he didn't need to do that. Yeah. You know he what just I mean? did it. Yeah. Like he, yeah. just, he was thinking about it. So he sent a text. Right. And 
I really appreciate that. So, you know, if I'm ever in that position as I get older, I definitely want to be a Ryan Hunter-Ray or a Scott Dixon because I know Scott probably cares about, like, Felix and those guys mm-hmm. and the same mentality. And I think it's just being a dad, too, though. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Just being a little further along, just being a little more, more mature and, mm-hmm. like, just you understand the struggle yeah, more. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. I think that's the one thing as you get older, it teaches you more compassion because, like, you just go through more shit. Yeah. How old is Hunter Ray? Uh, I think he's like 38. Yeah. He's late 30s, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which is ancient. Wow. (laughs) Zach Beach. Well, no, I mean, I want to make it to at least 60. (laughs) (laughs) I I would be remiss if I didn't ask. You did a uh, musical community theater thing last winter. Yeah. Uh, Was it Elixir of Love? Is that what it was called? It was the Elixir of Love. So at no point in any of your racing biography there's nothing i've seen that at any point has led me to think this guy would do musical theater yeah um same (laughs) so i i can't i i struggle saying no i I do oh so somebody asked you and you didn't say no yeah so i didn't like saw i didn't sought it out i wasn't okay so you were like one day i want to try singing in front of people who don't know yeah no so i didn't even have to sing which was cool okay good so the elixir of love the old school story was this guy rode into town on horse and buggy, and he was basically just a con man. So, like, he sold uh, old <laughs> Porsches for the days of the Was he Amish? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did so, he launder money, Zach Beach? <laughs> so, he had, like, wine, right? So, okay. he'd sell this wine, this cheap wine. Right. As, like bootleg liquor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, fair. So, Feeling if you, like, gave this drink. If, no, if you drank it yourself, sorry, uh-huh. it would make your the woman you're after fall in love with you. I so see. he sold it to like the the guys who are in love after you know a certain girl in the town. Sure. So by the time he got all the money, they would drink it and he would just bolt to the next town. So they wanted to kind of make it more modern. So they wanted him to roll into town on like a 1909 uh, old race car. Yeah, it's more modern. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, for the story, anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. So they needed a mechanic. Because now, instead of just pulling up to the town, the race car ran out of fuel on the way to the town. So the mechanic, me, pushes the car onto set. So you're, you're the grizzled old mechanic yeah. that yeah. they decided to have. In the 1900s, yeah. early yeah. 1900s. Yeah. All right. So I push the car on, run around with a gas can, like throw my hands up in the air like, oh, we're out of gas. And then I got to like <laughs> run and then I disappear. <laughs> so the way it happened, though, was... But, say, but like, it, I felt like, why? Well, I'm getting to it. Okay. All right. So, so Mario... Where okay. he grew up in Italy, yeah. um, his dad, uh, when he needed some extra money, he was uh, stand-in for some operas. Oh. So Mario grew I up. I thought you were about to say he sold fake elixirs. No, yeah. no well, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't got to talk to him about that yet. But it, so Mario has a love for opera, and Mario can sing. Like apparently he's he can a really rap good too. opera singer. Okay, he can yeah. rap too. <laughs> yeah. So originally they were going to ask Mario. And then to do like an Indiana community theater project. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can you fly up here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so obviously he had something to do. Um, he had something with Firestone. So then they asked Jeff Sinden, who used to own the IndyCar two-seater experience, mm-hmm. be one of the guys there, who he'd recommend. And my name got thrown in the hat. Yeah. And they gave me a call. And I said, sure, man. Like, yeah, you know what not? I mean? Like, I wasn't doing anything. And I, the thing I look at is like, you like your season ended September. It yeah. Wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So you grow from being uncomfortable, right? Absolutely. So like, if it scares you and excites you a little bit at the same time, you should do it. That's like my motto. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I said yeah, I'll, I'll do it, and it was cool. Like, I have such an appreciation for like the singers now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, dude, it's insane. Yeah. Um, you know, my favorite moment, memory from the entire thing, though, is we did a full-on dress rehearsal. So that's where they run the show start to end. Everyone's in costume. Right. Um, as if, you know, there's an yeah, audience. With no audience there, right. So I literally did my, uh, you know, 30-second bit. And then I went and sat in the, 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 the seats. Yeah. And there's two other people in the seats, and which was the director and the producer and me. And we're just watching this opera like you're sitting on your couch. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty cool. Yeah, like, it was cool. like an entire opera just right. like awesome. for you. So, mm-hmm. I so just your whole thing was like a walk-on, yeah, couple just a wine walk-on. roll. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Did you have an Italian accent? No. Oh, okay. Luckily, so I didn't have to talk. I had to be very, very, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to just move my arms around. Okay. And then. Like uh, a pizza dough for some it's reason. It's weird, too. Like, you got to always keep your, your chest face yeah. towards the audience. We call that blocking. Blocking. Yeah, yeah, you know this. Uh, Were know you this in theater? Uh, I Look know a thing him. or two. Of course he was. Yeah. Well, so Kate, she's got a degree in musical theater. Okay. So I'm from Hollywood, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You didn't have your name tag Yeah, on. perhaps you've heard of Basic Cable. <laughs> yeah, fair. And then you gotta like, what is it? What do you when you look? You don't look out. You look up. Yep. What is? What are you looking at? What's well, you just look up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know up. if there's a term. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. gonna edit that in later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank now you. you go correct, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good you, job. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. So. You um, get it. <laughs> so yeah, it was it, it was fun. Yeah. Man. Like, yeah. would I have thought I was gonna do that? No. Because I didn't do any plays or anything. Yeah, but so this wasn't like, something where you had. A I'm an embarrassed like person a lot. Like I don't dance <laughs> so unless my like parents. I'm blacked out. <laughs> like I don't dance because I don't remember dancing. Okay. Like that's the only way I can dance. Because I just get like weird. Like I get like shy and I'm just like, no, I look dumb. I'm gonna go sit. Right, you don't dance because you get way too self conscious about the that's dancing, the even thing. though no one probably cares. Right, no yeah, one right. cares. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone yeah. else is like you know, doing the same dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. 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 percent. But for yeah. whatever reason, I analyze it and I'm like, you can't <laughs> dance. So totally get this. Just sit down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just sit down. <laughs> That's my defense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you run your Amish mob, you can be the guy in the corner. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. At the hoedown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I believe 2020 term is a gathering now, a uh, dance party. Oh, yeah. okay. At the Amish? At the yeah. Amish? The Amish? How do they know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair. You know what? They're probably living their best life right now because they're, they're not terrified. Like, what? say because they don't, the they don't know any better. Yeah. Yeah. It's COVID. They're like, what? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of them got it accidentally. They're like, "I just sick." Yeah, man. Yeah, Jebediah, he's got it. Put him down. <laughs> and they, 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 they blame the Veach family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the, the Veaches stole your daughter. <laughs> well, it's like it's like Kingpin, man. You know. <laughs> Did you just reference yeah. Kingpin? Yeah, I'm so proud of you. I love yeah. Kingpin. Yeah, good but again, you yeah. would have been because I saw that in high school. And and yeah. I'm 75 years old, <laughs> according to you. And uh, yeah. well, you know, uh, Dude, I love. So the thing is, like, I love older school movies. Exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> like the old classics. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mid 90s. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, anything like, the Furley Brothers did. Just, I like that sense of humor. Like it was just from the know. boomers. Yeah, the yeah. boomers are funny. Yeah. You know, it's sad we're losing them the way that we are, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bummer oh my god uh, this was everything we wanted <laughs> uh, but you know I, I say the one have you guys mike myers is like one of my favorite have you yeah. guys seen love guru that was allegedly his career killer yeah i know i've never seen it's it. such a good is it because it's just stupid like i i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to see it before i put that in the edit yeah. <laughs> just to make sure yeah no it's like 
it's funny. Yeah, every, everyone says yeah, that was a, like career ending. It was career movie. ending movie for him. It was, yeah. but it's just, <laughs> it's just funny. Like he abbreviates everything. Like you know, because he's a guru. So like the Bible is basic instructions before leaving Earth. <laughs> like, <laughs> keep going. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's it's just funny. Like it, it's worth a watch. So. We we watched that one quite a bit, and then um, Dewey Cox. Have you seen Walk Hard? Uh, I that's a good one. That yeah. one's worth yeah, yeah. it's 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 got Jenna Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, no, there's I, I'm a big movie guy. I like the movies. So your dad grew up as a trucker, right? Or, well, or made so it. my grandfather your grew grandfather up as a truck driver. Okay. Um, my dad, he grew up basically um, kind of like, you know, the extra help. Because okay. so when my grandfather first started his trucking company, it was just him. Okay. So when my dad and his younger brother got a little old enough to actually help out, they yeah. were doing the maintenance on the truck. Okay. Because my grandfather would come home, and while he was sleeping, my dad would be taking care of whatever needed to be done on the truck. So he learned from that sense. But uh, he went to school, uh, and then he got through his first semester, and then he came home and told my grandma that, like, hey, I don't want to go to school. I just wanna, I'm just going to be a truck driver. So they proceeded to give him the sh- job <laughs> they possibly could. Right. grandfather right. Yeah. yeah so basically yeah. had the mill yeah. Yeah. yeah so i guess the breaking point for my dad was he was uh running down the west virginia turnpike um hauling grain i think it was and uh the rear brakes caught on fire Ooh. and like you know he like wrestled the thing for like three miles down the hill like trying to stop it because there wasn't any of those truck runoffs yeah. right or so, turns at yeah, the bottom yeah. of the hill of laguna seca yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. you know to help he also said wrestle yeah he gotta wrestle um, so I think after that experience, he called my grandma and she, he was like, dude, I'll go back to school. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he went to school and then he decided that, you know, there wasn't any good software for trucking, like keeping track of like, you know, invoices and things. Yeah. So he created his own software. By the end of that year, a bunch of different companies was using it. He used that to fund his own like IT company startup. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, his dream was always trucking tractor pulling. So once he got the ball rolling on that, he, uh, started with antique tractors, like those Farmall M's. Yeah. Did sure. that for a couple of years and then built a two wheel drive blown truck. So basically like a top fuel engine that just right. runs on in alcohol. A, in a truck pulling. Yeah. yeah. 300 yeah, yeah. feet, man. Yeah. On pulling dirt. Pulling some heavy yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. so because your dad was more of a software guy, there was no Zach, if you don't get your together. You're gonna be like it's like you're gonna be coding. You're like it doesn't really <laughs> yeah. quite work. You're the going same back way. to this really good job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, you're gonna have uh, to tuck my, in your polo. My dad's big thing was like, <laughs> it was funny, like um, you know he never like pushed me. You know if he, his thing was, I work as hard as you do. You know, so if you want to race, I'll work as hard as you do. I'll put the same amount of effort in. Like but that. any day that I was like super lazy or like you know anything, his favorite famous quote would be like, "You're pissing it away." Yeah. Oh, and I'm okay. like, so that's like the mill. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's similar. similar. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. you got this golden opportunity. Yeah. Like, you know, do and something. And you're to pissing work on it away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, that that was only like for like six months. Like, yeah. you know, that was like that turn of teenage year, mm-hmm. like where you're still trying to figure it out. Right. Like, you know, well, fair. <laughs> but like, you know, you're like, oh, wow, I've grown hair in new places. So, like, you know, you're trying to figure yourself out. That does also <laughs> happen at 40. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's a good point. Yeah. So, I, you know, we, we've luckily never had that, like, falling out stage, you know. Um, you know, I've never had that, like, Dad, you don't know anything, I know more thing, because, like, I wouldn't be where I was if it wasn't for his, like, help. So that's it, been good. But the funny thing, we did have one moment where it was similar to that. It was at Mid-Ohio, and I, I was in Indy Lights, and I got out of the car, and my dad goes, man, why are you running so narrow into turn five? 
You know, you, everyone else is bringing it out. You're keeping it on the line. And that wasn't a right. untractable. He wasn't like a yeah, road course yeah, guy. I'm like, dude, that. just stop. Shut up, to like, man. Okay, then, boomer. Then Michael comes up to me like five <laughs> minutes later and he goes, dude, I really think you can widen five up. It looks like you're really like cutting huh. it off. And I was yeah. like, huh. huh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, dad, dad doesn't know. Now I have to listen to him. Uh, yeah, yeah, fair. But no, I'm lucky. I, I grew up in a. I'm really happy. I grew up in the country and with parents that I did. You know, my mom, I was with her while my dad was truck pulling, so I felt like I got my, a childhood with her. And then once I started racing, I got a childhood with my dad. So it was, it was full, man. I enjoyed it. We do yeah. a pass-along question. Yeah. And we sat down with uh, Slugger Labby, former NASCAR crew chief and now works at TRD. And he wants to know what the most aggressive thing you ever did to gain a performance advantage would be. And when he says performance he means, advantage, yeah. he means cheating. cheating like a son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, huh. It's a little different for a driver. Yeah. But, well, but faking your age. No, that's or, a good one. Yeah, faking um, your age. Yeah. Being really, the course. Yeah, being really, really lightweight. Yeah, but that, see, Danica ruined that. Dude, so, okay, think about and it. And go-karts? Well, no, no, no. Like, when she came to IndyCar, that's when they forced, like, yeah, the right. weight with driver rule. Yeah. So the thing is, you know, I'm like 60 pounds lighter than like a lot of the guys. Yeah. You know, we're looking at finding a tenth nowadays. Yeah. But yeah. that would be like six tenths. That'd be like a half a second. <laughs> You'd be on pole everywhere. Yeah. I would yeah. be pole everywhere. Right. Like right. it'd be the best career. So Danica but. ruined your career. Well. Danica no. ruined Zach Beach's yeah, career. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Danica we'll Patrick. <laughs> I think uh, probably hey, the worst hey, Twitter. thing I've ever done was. Uh, it didn't even work because I got taken out on the start. <laughs> so, uh, <but laughs> literally, we were doing a street race uh, at Commercial Point in Ohio my second year, and I heard this cool thing that, like, colder the fuel was, faster it is. So, like, all night I left all my fuel, my tank, in a cooler in a Ziploc bag, put it in the water. So I, like, didn't pull it out to, like, start grid. I was putting the tank on, and I was like, man, this is, this is going to be big. Yeah, like, right. Gonna I'm going to take off. Yeah. Like, the stupid thing was I qualified second out of, like, 25 carts. Right. Like, so I didn't even good. need to be you're there. You're doing fine. But, but I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and then I uh, tried to roll around the outside, drove straight in a head bell, and got thrown out of my cart. So, <laughs> like, I was like, maybe, too I, much power. maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. I shouldn't yeah. be doing it. <laughs> too much power. So it worked. I, think, I, think I should only probably, do half of it next time. I think that's probably it. Yeah. You know, that's... I haven't got to, like, cheat, you know? I feel like I hear all these stories, like the smoky Unix, like the, let's just put fuel in the frame rail. So I'm like... From what you saw on the Amazon Prime cool. show, Zach Veach. Yeah. Wait, we, did the, we did a smoky Unix <laughs> episode on our Amazon Prime <laughs> oh, show. Sorry. You guys can edit that one out. He's like, what? As you, you should say, as you guys know. <laughs> yeah. Hold <laughs> back. Yeah. yeah. No, that was a great, that was a great episode. All oh, right. right. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> His face is what like mm, I don't know what you want me to say here. We did one. Oh. See, when you appreciate me being like, hey, I no, instead of being like, oh yeah, I haven't watched all of your podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you haven't watched the podcast? Yeah, that's okay. that's I know thing. exactly what we're agreeing about. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this may be off air, maybe on air. Speaking of our Amazon Prime show, yeah. we this is not bullying. I promise. Oh god, we have a request. Oh. That sounds so much fun. Okay. Well, now it's happening. <laughs> you know, well, no, the, the, the funny thing is about that. So I go to these school events, you know, uh, luckily, like, with EverFi and Cambridge. Like, get back in line. No, no, seriously. So, like, you know, I have a, like, a STEM program where, yeah. like, in, in certain schools, like, these kids get to go through, like, a small racing course. Yeah. So, like, they figure out, like, hey, I actually use this stuff that you don't think is important right now. You know, yeah, with very much job. so, like, math matters yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, just to, to show kids uh, different aspects or different careers that might not exist in their home that they know about that they can say, hey, maybe I want to be a mechanic or an engineer. 
So I go to these things all the time, and I always take a picture with the kids at the end of the day in the classroom. And like 50% of these kids are taller than I am. <laughs> like you can never, you can never pick me out. Like just because I have the Honda logo and Gatorade, you're like. I he doesn't look like he belongs. Yeah, right. That, <laughs> like that, that kid's dad works on Tag Beach's car. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's the funny. Anytime I post a picture like that on Twitter, Instagram, I'm like, ah, sh- here we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I did this <laughs> like, to myself. You know, right. like there's always one guy. Like, which one's you? And it's like, cool, thanks. You know. All right. Well, good. Pass along question. We don't know who our next guest is going to be. What would your spirit animal be? Ooh. I got that one. That's, that's a good. great transition. Yeah. Yeah. So, go so ahead. I'm a, I, I want to be a stingray. Have you seen a stingray? stingray. Have Dude, I, like, you, ever? They're majestic, man. Going, like a bat ray. Right. Like going through. Why do you hate? Go ahead. No, I Why do you be. hate Steve Irwin? Oh. 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 <laughs> Zach Beach. <laughs> danger, danger, danger. Um, <laughs> I, had that, I had a little Steve Irwin doll, and when he pressed his belly button, he said, danger, danger, danger. <laughs> I was five. What just happened? Yeah, I was. I that was last year. Steve Irwin is Halloween. Did you say Irwin? Irwin, uh, probably Irwin. Oh, Irwin. Yeah. Oh, Steve that's Irwin. Not nice. that's what? He was that. That was the age. No. That, was it. that was, dude. No, to be that fair, that was the age. I didn't get like my badge. Like, congratulations, you passed speech class. I got the hey, I'm gonna go homeschool so I can raise go karts. Peace. Yeah. Copy. So. Yeah, yeah. 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 Fair. So, like, if you ever like. Maybe I did it in here, or you're like, well, watch an interview. Mm-hmm. If I'm like really thinking about something, or I'm stressed, or I'm tired, it's, like it's sometimes slips. they'll come out. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. let's get so there. like you, you like you're on the bubble like, for the yeah, 500, and I'm like, <laughs> ah, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Don't hate me. Yeah. So when he wins, we like game wins. <laughs> you know, <laughs> thanks to my sponsors. They're like bringing him up on the podium, yeah. Andy. He's like, get away, bitch. I was quite. Just fully uh, revert. Back yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, get a hold of yourself, man. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, that would probably uh, be. That would probably be it. Okay, so uh, stingrays, huh? Yeah. I got a funny story, but my girlfriend's gonna kill me. She gets so mad when I tell the story. So, <laughs> we're in Long Beach, and you know, is it the Marriott that's inside the track? Yeah, yeah I think so. So. In front of that Marriott, there's a pond, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's a saltwater pond because yeah. it's just runoff Wait, from the ocean. Wait, it's salt? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. so it's just runoff from the, the, yeah, from bay, the bay or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we were walking behind pit lane on our way to go see the aquarium because yeah. it was like Thursday. We got done at noon. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I want to go see some fish. That'd be relaxing before <laughs> this weekend. Yeah. Um, so we're walking behind pit lane, and I'm just walking on the edge of the pond. And I was like, holy shit, there's a stingray, like a little baby stingray. It was about the size of a plate. Okay. And we were kind of like, you know, giddy about it because we both really like stingrays. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm going to pet it. And then I go to put my hand in. I was like, ah, I'm driving. I'm not going to pet it. She's like, <laughs> I'll pet it. And I was like, yeah, you should pet it. Yeah, you do it. <laughs> she touches this thing's back, and it stabs her in the oh, hand. Oh, wow. Like, like right between the knuckles. Holy like, shit. Dude. Like at that quick of a reaction. Like, I mean, gunshot. Like, yeah. it oh. was crazy how fast the thing and then it just bolted yeah and like i'm like kind of in shock because i'm just like that didn't happen Did this what like, like no way that just happened yeah. yeah so and then she like pulls her hand out and like it's bleeding everywhere i mean like i'm talking about if you put your hand down like blood sitting in the concrete like drip drip, drip yeah drip, yeah like yeah. it's deep because yeah. they got like a bar yeah. veins and everything yeah. right there yeah. yeah yeah and you know she got lucky because it went between the knuckles so it didn't <laughs> get a tendon tendon right. but like it's got shanked yeah but yeah. i'm like yeah. for like 30 seconds i'm like are you gonna die? <laughs> like, I'm like, 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 are we? I'm like, uh, 
I, I don't I don't know. So we walked real quickly to the Marriott because I knew they had like a little convenience store inside. So she's like walking in, trying not to like bleed everywhere. And there's like Mario standing there. Yeah, and I was like, like everybody oh, in that lobby. Shit. Yeah, like, exactly. So we're like weeding through people and trying not to nothing, show like we nothing, got a wound. Nothing. A so wound. We, we, yeah, so we, <laughs> we bought some peroxide and bandages. And then I started like Googling. I was like, oh, you know, how long do you have? <laughs> so you. So Didn't your, go to the hospital. your medical support and all this is Google. <laughs> yeah, you, dude, Google has saved me so much. <laughs> right, but I mean, you're, I, you're at a racetrack with the safety workers yeah. that keep you guys alive. Yeah, and you just they can they can patch up. A when's the last <laughs> time an IndyCar driver got hit in the face with a stingray? What about like a piece of barbed wire? Or, or like wiring well, for the fence. You don't know what's in. Like, there's just so, so many things. It, so I yeah, googled yeah. it. I would just say that so you could have just gone to the aquarium and asked. I was gonna say, <laughs> I would have gone at least to like medical because yeah. they have more than the convenience store at the Marriott. You know, and doctors. It's funny that didn't ever pop up. You know, I'm thinking, yeah, I probably had like special, like, yeah, they would have taken. Absolutely, care of that. they would have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so I Google it. Your face. I, I Google it, and it says, you know, crazy enough, stingray venom is like heat sinking. Oh, like so, like good again, Steve Irwin. <laughs> yeah, well, that was in the heart. That was different. Sure, but like it goes to your heart, so like it yeah. follows like your That's blood. How yeah, work. Yeah. So like I, I was reading that, and I was like, oh man, we gotta go. So we, we go back to the hotel, and the only thing it says to do is just put the wound under like really hot water for 30 minutes. Oh. So we, uh, she held her hand under the sink for 30 minutes, and then we put a Band-Aid on it, and then we went and got dinner with Rosenquist and his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so, And no one was any wiser. No. I, uh, two days later, I did call my doctor friend, and I was like, hey, man, just uh, checking up. Like, you know, she's fine. Just hurts a little bit. But she had a knot for, like, six months. There's got to be photos of this. There's, like, scar tissue. No. Oh, come on. No, I shouldn't be telling the story. Dude, she get like... <laughs> I'm probably going to be single when this airs if she knows about this. Like, she hates this story because, like. You should hate this story because <laughs> you were like, I'm not doing it. You do it. <laughs> well, but, yeah. hey, man, I mean, I was driving. Like, what? <laughs> Her life means nothing. Yeah. I had a race tomorrow. That's not what I was saying. But, like, I, I wasn't ready to take that chance because, like. But she's disposable. No. <laughs> You've got a Tinder account with your race car photo. No, yeah, that right. was prior uh, on, on the ready. Well, I mean, I'm sure as soon as you look at the stingray, he thought about his dad going, you're going to piss it all away. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like, you have to do it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, great. Now, now I think people are going to think I'm abusive. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you use stingrays to get your way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I felt bad. We'll go back there. I did. But you know, I I well, wanna, I'm glad you felt. I want to treat this this lesson for someone. Don't pet a wild stingray. No there matter it how is. Small, kids, how kids. small and cute that they look. Because the ones at the aquarium have their tails cut off, so they can't stop you. Yeah, and they're used to it happening daily. Also, they're generally if they're ones you can pet, they've got it clipped. Otherwise, they're behind a glass, so you don't touch them at all. Yeah, it's called a tank. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So. <laughs> hey, Mario. Nothing. Nothing. She's fine. She's fine. She's fine. She's fine. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, she's a trooper. I'm really lucky. Like, yeah, sounds she like She can it. go through a whole lot. Right? Sounds like Backpacking, it. climbing, stingray attack. <laughs> you know, it's good. I didn't know this about you until I did the research, but Dave Fisher played a role yeah. in your career getting started. Yeah. So and we interviewed Sarah a couple years ago, and we didn't really know her other than just knowing who she is, and we loved her. Yeah, so Sarah, I was actually with her yesterday at Whitelands. Oh. We were out all karting. Um, but, yeah, Dave, my dad and I just went to the go-kart track in Circleville, Ohio, which is like 10 minutes from where Sarah grew up. Mm -hmm. And we were just turning laps because my dad really didn't know a whole lot. He's like, dude, I, 
I think it's right. And I'm like, it feels okay. But Dave goes, well, you know what? How about you guys come to my shop? Um, I'll teach him how to adjust the carburetor. And I used to build engines. So if you guys want, I could refreshen it for you. And that'd be fine. And that's all I knew was Dave. Yeah. I didn't know his last name. We showed up and we're in this little race shop. And there's all these, not IndyCar photos, but all these like sprint car and yeah. midget photos. Yeah. And they were all Sarah, because I remember the Mead car. And I was like, are you a big fan of Sarah? Like, just, you know, being a 12-year-old twelve year old kid. Well, kid. And uh, he goes, well, yeah, I'm her biggest fan. Like, yeah. I'm her dad. And that's when we, like, realized. We are like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, wow, this is really right. cool. So that started our relationship with Dave. And he was my mechanic all through karting. He, like, helped my dad and I kind of figure our way. And I just remember in his race shop, he had a broken IndyCar wing, like, on the wall. And, like, that was, like looking at a piece of the Apollo. Yeah, to me, right. You know, being right. 12, like, thinking, like, that was on an Indy car. Like, yeah. that was the coolest thing I'd ever seen at that point. And uh, now I rip them off occasionally, too. So <laughs> it's, it's kind of fun. Kids, follow your dreams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You two could destroy an Indy car wing. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Dave, such a good guy. He just bought a house up here, so he'll be up here for the summers now. And, you know, because um, Sarah's kids are starting to get into karting. Um, her little boy, Danny, I guess, just had his first flip on a kid cart. Oh, nice. Which is kind of yeah. adorable. On you know, his way. It's a ride of yeah. passage. But, <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, they're a really good family. Um, yeah, I owe a lot to Dave because we didn't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you, were, when you were younger, you did a whole bunch of tours for, you know, like you were on yeah, how would it copy and all that stuff. Uh, but you did it. You were on Larry King. Yeah. And it, it looked yeah. like it was a whole remote thing. Um, I, I don't know if this will be interesting. Yeah, or not, it was. But, uh, uh, it, it was it like pre-recorded. How did that work when you were on Larry King? It looked weird. So literally, no, it was live. It was okay. done from a laptop in the Andretti shop. Because okay. the K-12 car is behind me, if okay. I remember right. Or something like that. Um, yeah. yeah, so it was just like you were Skype. in lights, right? Yeah, it was just like a Skype call. Okay. So it was fun. I mean, um, it was interesting. I don't even remember how it came about like how it happened um, so there's this you did this whole campaign yeah, to get on yeah, Larry that's King. what it was right there right. was this whole uh voting thing right and then we actually didn't win okay we no we didn't um because uh, basically like larry king was like looking for young people that they could that exactly were, like, champions they of wanted cause. to interview so okay. there was you know it started out as like 500 people went down to 100 went down to 50 yeah. 25 and then it was down to like top five okay. and i came second oh. but they showed the top five to larry and he goes, well, obviously we're going to take the winner, but I want to take this kid too. The, the race car driver. So kid, it was, it was cool. Yeah, like yeah. that was, that was really fun. And uh, you know, it was just funny. Like literally 30 minutes before the interview, they were just kind of giving me a rundown on like him and everything. And then someone, <laughs> one of the mechanics, made a joke and was like, yeah, he's been married eight times. And I was like, really? <laughs> like, so the entire like interview, like that That's was what was in the back of my head. I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, like. You're a terrible husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was cool, man. I mean, Wait, so what's when they when you say the rundown experience. on Larry? Uh, well, just like you know, in my head is like oh, he's not paying attention. He doesn't know where he is. Just <laughs> nod. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you know, just like um, this it. is what they're gonna <laughs> ask you. Like this is probably you know where the direction it's gonna go. And I was like, yeah, cool. And you know, that's kind of what we went. Mm -hmm. So. You know, it's funny. I don't get those prep calls anymore. I was gonna say you did a ton of those things yeah. like when you were starting out because you were on like Good Morning America. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. It was Wines Day though. They were drunk as hell. Well, that was my question. Like, did you bring your own wine? No, I was fifteen. Did, did it, and? Well, <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they didn't offer me any. Okay. So basically, the Today Show does this like after-hours show with, and at the time it was like Kathy Lee. Yeah, and yeah. Kathy Lee and Hoda, and Hoda. who are yeah. drunk the whole time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
and then 15 year old wines day wines day right yeah. right and and young zach beach the indie lights driver Dude, no, I was in F2000. Oh, right. Jesus, yeah. right. I was yeah. 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 16. And you'd had, was it, you had the book out? Was that what it yeah. was? Yeah, just okay, released exactly right. uh, yeah. my, my book, yeah. yeah. So it's funny. I wrote that when I was 15, and it was 99 things teens wish they knew before turning 16. Like I had it figured out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's great for that age, right? Right. Because, you know, it was all the things, yeah. So it's like know. I as a 15-year-old can tell it, you exactly. as a 12-year-old? No, like it's great for like... Well, I felt like I was more mature. Like, when I was 15, I felt like I was, like, kind of, like, 19, you know, just because I was with adults the entire time, you know? So I was lucky to learn a lot. So Mm -hmm. I still think the book has a lot of value to younger kids. But now that I'm 25, you know, it's just 10 years, so I'm not trying to sound like I know a lot. Right, right. you do look back, and you're like, whew, like, yeah. I mean, it's changed a lot. Your outlook changes a bit. But the core values are all still the same. I mean, I think the entire message of the book is just be a good human. You know, like, it yeah. goes back to that, like, treat others how you want to be treated. It sounds so dumb because it's so but simple. It's, yeah, but it's true. But, like, Golden rule. don't be an ass. Yeah. Like, you know, take care of people. Help people that are struggling. Like, you know, be a good person, and, you know, life can be a lot better for all of us. Now, I haven't read all 99 of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but is there, oh, one, is there one that 25-year-old Zach Beach goes, oh, yeah, that was uh, a bad one. I talked about dating. <laughs> oh yeah, and I, and and your your the fifteen year old fifteen year old you knew it maybe yeah. maybe didn't have a whole lot of game I'm guessing Mm-mm. yeah he he has well, sage for that yeah <laughs> I, uh, there's a line from the love guru that I always use in motorsports because it's so funny they're like you know why do you want to be a guru and Mark Mike Myers goes I want to be a guru so girls will like me and then I will like myself oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> I kind of like laughed like I'm like sweet and sad I want to be a race car driver so. <laughs> <laughs> no, so like, uh, I think that was the one because I just really didn't. You know, dating's different, right? When you're 15, now like you spend time with someone, you're like, wow, well, am I gonna marry this person and start a family? Back then, it's crazy. Like, you, it feels so important because you don't know anything else. It's, right. Your but, world like, is so much smaller. You look smaller. back and you're like, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. It's just right. like it doesn't matter at all back then. There's like, a whole Ryan Lewis episode about that. Yeah, is there? <laughs> <laughs> When you get your big IndyCar contract and you start making IndyCar money, what's the dumbest thing you bought? <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Probably my, probably my saltwater tank, to be honest. <laughs> that's still going, at least. Yeah, yeah but like... You get joy out of it. You just think about the money that it took. I yeah. mean, it's like seven grand. <laughs> I don't know, Zach Beach. <laughs> it's, it's like dumb. Yeah. You know, th- that was weird when you know you're getting a paycheck every month. So you're like, oh, well, yeah, I got another one coming. Like, what? Credit card? Here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that's been about it. I yeah. haven't, like, bought any big ticket items. But I've definitely learned quickly that, like, if you buy $1,000 items, it adds up yeah. pretty, yep. <laughs> pretty fast. Yep. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. So 99 things I learned at 25. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I also try to use my debit card more than credit. Okay. I yeah. know that's kind of, like, No, risky, I'm the same way. Yeah. But, like. I know that the money just be gone. Right. Then yeah, you right. Know, yeah. Like, spent. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm with that you on that exactly. as well, actually. Yeah. yeah, for sure. How big is your salt water tank? 75 gallons. So you could fit you could fit a ray in there. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, I was hoping, you know, if Kate would have been able to pick that one up. We could yeah, you could have had it. Yeah. In like a little yeah. bag. <laughs> I, think, I think the <laughs> ray recognized yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is my, my emotional like a, support yeah, ray. Yeah, it's, it's like a carnival bag. My emotional stingray. It's got it the stings people who just dressed. It's, it's got, got like the document the, on it. <laughs> it's got the call nine one one like wrapped around the bag. Like, <laughs> Do not pet. Yeah, hundred percent. 
That's, <laughs> that's it. I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, who hasn't seen a stinger in the airport? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that should be a thing. I have the the feeling about you that once you're done, yeah, you're gonna do the outdoor lifestyle. Yeah, like you're gonna be not living in the van down by the river, but <laughs> taking the van down by the river quite often. For sure. I mean, I just, you know, I, if you're gonna do something, do it well. And you know, we're trying as hard as we can to have a really good year to make sure this continues and yeah. grows. But yeah, uh, you know. I, I think it would be too hard for me to, like, be around it, not be involved in something real. Right. Um, my dad always, you know, I always talk to him. I'm like, hey, do you want to go to a truck pool? And he's like, maybe. He always puts it off. Mm-hmm. And I've started to really understand that. You yeah. know, it's his big thing. He's like, hey, you don't take a recovering drunk to a bar. You yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah I, I get it. It's hard. So, but I think we're going to get him back pulling uh, hopefully soon. <laughs> get him back pulling. Well, like, actually, like, competing, <laughs> yeah. which is cool. Because right. he deserves to, man. Like, I'm like, dude, you're... You know, you're 53. Like, yeah. let's like go do things you enjoy. Yeah. Like, you sacrificed so much for me. Like, my your time pushing me is like, mm-hmm. you know, we made it. Like, go and do like what you enjoy with your life, because you know I want you to have like, yeah. you know, this good chapter. Because you're still young enough to be doing things that you want to do. So like, go enjoy it, right? Yeah. So uh, that's my goal. So like, make sure he gets back to that. So we're gonna try to make that happen. What's the What's your opinion on what the current IndyCar budget is for a year? You know, it's hard for me to say because I don't understand what all goes into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? As far as, like, every nut and bolt and, like, uh, salary for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's compared to Formula One and NASCAR. It's way cheaper, right, which right. I think is good. Um, but, you know, it's still a good amount of money. Yeah. I mean, you're, you know, you're still in the the two to six million range. Okay, depending. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what I figured it would be. Um, With the 500 being kind of like an event that a driver can kind of get to do as a one-off. Like you look at a Hildebrand or a Davison, they come off and they do these one yep. races a year, and that's kind of enough that they can, you know, solidify their career for that, that time period. Yep. I look at that and I go, there's not too many guys that are capable or trusted to be capable with those opportunities. So that's why you see those guys, like Sage, year after year. get those rides year after yeah. year because it's like a safe bet that they'll get in, and, and then that well. car can generate some prize money because it's the yeah. race that still pays some. Does that have any interest to you? Like, let's say, God forbid, the Gainsbridge thing goes away. And For sure. Would, would you see yourself being like, okay, well, I'll still try to do the 500 as often as possible because you're a safe bet. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, um, you know, if I still had the opportunity, if I had nothing, I'd still be trying to do the 500 mm-hmm. as an opportunity, um, you know, which which would be great. Yeah, I mean, Sage, he always crushes it every year. Um, you know, he's another guy that should be full-time. He's getting more opportunities this year, and then obviously yeah. with COVID, it kind of ruined a lot of that. So, um, yeah, probably. You know, I, I do want to check out the sports car side at some point. Stop it. Though. I'm sorry. Like, give but me, like, like, 10 years. But to me, I feel like the endurance races is a lot like oval racing in a way, yeah. in, in a similar facet mm-hmm. of, like, okay, man, we got a long day. Yeah. Like, let's just go out, do, you know, what's within the line, and then we'll push when we have to because – that's all the Indy 500 is. I mean, you know, it's super hard to win, obviously. But until 400 miles into that race, you're just chilling. You yeah. Know, get yourself yeah. somewhat close. If the opportunity presents itself to pass someone, do it. Mm-hmm. If not, just chill. If the car is good, don't risk it. If the car is bad, tell your crew and guess how you can make it better, you know. Um, that seems kind of fun. Like, I like yeah. that mental side of yeah. it. But, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I've never – like really ventured over to that side again so, please yeah. stay away well, for a little I, while uh, i totally get it no that's that's, <laughs> Stop what, taking that's how our i jobs. feel every time <laughs> they took our nerves yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, that's I always see like these articles of like so and so Formula One driver considering IndyCar, and I'm like, dude, on. okay, yeah, give me, but a- not the ovals, and I'm like, then don't come over here. Oh, <laughs> like, no, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, I love when it's like so and so would love to, like Charles Leclerc would love to try Lamar. I'm like, oh, Woody. Would he love to try Lamar? Yeah, I what, can't imagine that. Why what, would what, you? Yeah. Huh, you know what so I strange. want to try? I want to do a 410 wing sprint car at Eldora. Right. But if <laughs> like, I saw the Zach Veach would like to run sprint cars, I'm like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Every race car driver wants to. That's not news. Exactly. It's like, cool, yeah. guy wants to do really cool thing he'll get to do because he's who he is. Yeah. Not news. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well, those are always the slow weeks, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, it's like, well, right. what happened today, boys? Well, yeah. No one has sabotaged their careers, so... <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll go with the F1 guy wants to do a big race. Yeah, yeah. Tr- totally. Yeah. But, you know, just to sidetrack, I am happy the sim racing thing's done. Yeah, oh, dude. I, like, we we yeah, started a league, and it was like, when it ended, it was like, thank God. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> we ruined it. We, we took something that had so much potential, and we just killed it. Like, right. the first week we were doing it, we are like, wow, this is kind of neat. This is kind of fun. Oh, he put in three more hours and he was faster. Okay. So I got to... Next week. Yeah, yeah. I It was like halfway through. I got a text from one of the engineers at Andretti. And he goes, hey, man, what's your day look like? I want to <laughs> hop on at noon and do three full tank runs. <laughs> and I'm like... So here's the part. I don't want to do it. You're like, <laughs> like I was going to have bourbon on lunch. Were, they, yeah. were these fixed set up? I don't remember. Yeah, they were. That's the part that I can't get past. Because so like, yeah. like, Lando Norris had all those videos of yep. him like working with it. And I'm like, it's a fixed setup. Like you, well, you're not racing the car at that point. You're looking for whatever cheat you can do. Okay. So it's you know uh, how you work the tire, what line you took. Yeah. There's so much that you could play with. Yeah. That that made it un unfun. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. You know what right. I mean? Because exactly. it's like exactly. okay, well, I can shorten the line by like a mile and three four because the tire's not real. Right. And well, then, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like it's just like. Yeah. Well, and it seemed like there were two camps, and I don't really know which one you were in, but it seemed like there were the the guys that were putting in hours and hours and hours and hours, and then you had guys like Connor yeah. on Twitch just motherfucking it the whole yeah. time. Yeah. So um, I was probably somewhere in between. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You know, like the ovals, I took serious. Yeah. I think we had a couple top tens there. Is that because that's something where you know anybody's that's, got a shot? Yeah, I had yeah. fun with it. Okay. Yeah, I just right. enjoy the racing. Right. And then when I turned on Coda like a day before the race, and I was like four seconds off, I yeah. was like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean? I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. And there was a funny thing. Will Power all the time. He was yelling at someone. Like, yeah. that's what. Yeah, yeah. That was the, the, the yeah. what we'd heard is that on the Twitch streams, he's nonstop. Just yeah. This and that. And it was funny. It was at Indy on the Oval, and Marcus Erickson, he's a good friend of all of ours, and he did something wrong, and <laughs> Will Power goes like, you know, Marcus, you wanker. So Felix gets on, and he's like, oh, come on, Marcus. And then I get on, and I'm like, Marcus, really? <laughs> so like everyone just. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, oh man. <laughs> so, like, guys, <laughs> I'm doing my best. Yeah, so, yeah. so we we had fun, you know, just trying to give him a hard time for no reason. Yeah. Um, but you know, the dirt stuff has been the most fun. Yeah. Like I've done a lot of like the the midgets and the oh, night racing. Yeah, like yeah. the dirt stock car. Yeah. Like that's yeah. a good time. Yeah. Because it's just slow. You're already sliding, so you're not going to crash. Like, yeah. Well, it's, it's also, I assume, foreign enough to what you guys do that you're not sitting there going, this isn't exactly like it would be at Coda. Right. You know, you're like, just yeah. you're you know. sticking the right rear out, yeah. grabbing the cushion. Yeah. 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 Like, just you're just fun. having yeah. a good time. Sean yeah. has a proper rig. And, yeah. and I'll be playing on it, and uh, and I'm always doing cup NASCAR and yeah. trucks. I'm like, yeah. let's yeah. do that some more. 100%. Like they had a TCR car, and I drove it for like 20 minutes. So I was like, that's cool. Yeah. Dirt cars. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, there hasn't been one time. I mean, IndyCar. I'll, I'll take. I won't say I never had fun driving IndyCar because I did when it was like six of us yeah. running at like Mich- 
Michigan. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. Goofing off. Yeah, yeah, we did like Texas, I think, on your rig once. Texas is hard, and man. It, but it was fun. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he's got like the headset, and oh, he's got cool. fans that blow the air on you. So it's like if you, as you lost it, the wind would stop for really? a second and then come back again. I was like, that's that's too real. That's <laughs> cool. Know? That's really yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now I think um, have you tried? It's the UMP. I just call them the yeah, the yeah, yeah, the yeah. Those yeah. things are sick. Yeah, it's just like you're tracking out always sideways. Yeah, so yeah, that was that was fun. Um, is it? What's the track? Yeah, Kokomo is really hard. I like. Yeah, I don't think I've played Kokomo. Yeah, I don't think I've I struggled to yeah. the Kokomo because yeah. it's like one continuous turn. You're right. <laughs> like right. it's. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird, but yeah. uh, but yeah, man, it's been. I'll do a lot more of the dirt stuff. Yeah. The dirt stuff has inspired me to the point where I was like. Yeah, like if I ever do like stop one day, mm-hmm. like I want to have a like a sprint car team. If I go to the Chili Bowl, we'll follow you. Yeah, we'll, hang we'll do out. a video. We'll, we'll be exactly. Chili Bowl guy. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what I do different though. I all these kids, they show up, do the Chili Bowl, and they're like, I drive any car, Chili Bowl, and <laughs> they're there, like they do like a test day, and then they show up the Chili Bowl. No, I want to do like ten or twelve midget races. Oh, you want to do like yeah. a full on? Then yeah. you show up and yeah, do yeah. the Chili Bowl, right? Like, right. Because yeah. well, and you should you should do those ten or twelve under an assumed name. Yeah, like, exactly. no one knows who you are. Yeah, yeah man, and then you show up. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. Mike Concho or like Connor Daly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <he's> like, <laughs> he fenced it again. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It was my blood sugar. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're looking at the car like, <laughs> what is V? <laughs> we give we give Connor so much, <laughs> so much. Crap. I was playing Call of Duty with Connor until like midnight last that night. That has to be so horrible. It's fun, man. dude. He's weirdly good. Is, well, okay. Yeah, if you don't do anything, if that's all you do in life. <laughs> yeah. How is he on the? Because uh, I, I don't play Call of Duty. How is he on the uh, the chat? Good. Is, okay. Yeah. Would he get fired if people no, hurt him? No, I don't think okay. so. You know, that's the thing. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, no, yeah. like, no, nothing against Connor. I yeah. love the guy. Yeah. But he'd be one of the guys you look at and you'd be like, he's probably gonna say something. <laughs> it's gonna be this like, guy. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh, yeah, we like, do. <laughs> we do know. Because <laughs> like, you, you know people, yeah. and like, and it's not even something he would say in mean. It would just oh, be like something just, he'd would, stumble would, the into. Context it. would be in the wrong yeah, place. Yeah, exactly. So, because he's just always talking about funny stuff, and but then he once he gets online, like he's like. He, he knows, which oh, is, yeah. you know. We figured it out. Yeah. He, he did our, uh, a thing with us, and it was like, we get it. You know you're funny. Yeah. You know, because he was trying so hard. He, and I'm like, he I'd rather just have guy. the regular regular guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not – I don't know. I respect that. I wish I could be Connor funny. Like, I do. Like, he you're keeps pretty it. pretty good. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't change Zach Beach. Yeah. You but be it's you. Like, Zach Beach. The Twitch thing, I can't do. Sure, sure. Like, he makes yeah. Twitch entertaining, and yeah. I'm just like – Right. Hi, but guys. He, he can't drive. keep a girl long enough to have a Stingray story. You know <laughs> Boom. what I mean? So Boom. you be Zach B. Yeah, you be Zach B. Fair enough. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. yeah, My Stingray story. So obviously you're a pretty switched on guy. You seem to like really keep up with a lot of things. Do you have a favorite constitutional lawyer? Hmm, That's a tough one. Uh, Kyle Bush. Oh. Yeah, Kyle Bush. That, that's my go-to. Fair enough. Yeah. Just seems like perfect guy for the job. Podcasts live forever, obviously, until the world blows yep. up. Um, if somebody comes across this podcast later in life and they know a little bit about you, what would you hope that the legacy they take away about you, what that would be? Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I cared about everything I did. Yeah. That's great. That's. I think that's the thing. You know, I, I everything and every, like, person that was around you know I, I think that's the big thing it's just I don't I never wanted to be one of those guys that thought like at the end of the row like no matter how many races he won or whatever he was like selfish you know I think that's yeah just caring I think so that'd be it because I mean that's that's what like the people I enjoy being time with they care about what they do you know so yeah that'd be it for me
we're wrapping up. There is kind of one. This is real. Uh, there's kind of one <laughs> question. Normally, a lot of times I set that up and it's a dumb joke. Yeah. Um, Dick joke. Uh, and, and, and <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and we don't have to get into this if you don't want, but um, your IndyCar deal is unique in the sense that you brought a sponsorship package yep. to keep yourself out there, and that sponsorship package isn't attached to family. It isn't attached right. to, you know what I mean? It is a truly independent funding yep. deal. Not too different from sports cars. So in sports cars, a lot of guys have their rides because they found a wealthy backer who wants to drive. Fair. But in other words, that backer could ditch them any moment and go for another driver. It's very common in himself. Yeah. That. Is, so when, like, when you show up at a group like Andretti, and I, it's not yeah. a statement about them specifically as much as you show up with a sponsorship package, they could easily leave for somebody else. Is there anything you have to be mindful of in that deal to, to make sure it's still after your best interests? I don't think so. I mean, it's always business at the end of the day, but, yep. you know, the relationship I have with Michael is would literally be a sit down, like, look, man, this is what's happening. Yep. Like, you know, it will never be one of those things like, oh, by the way, could you get your You know what I mean? Right. That, that's what I feel really thankful about. You know, yep. the Andretti family has become family to us. You know, business is always still involved because that's how you stay successful. But I'm feel like I'm in a really honest situation okay. you know everyone is very forward how they speak which is good because you never left guessing yeah you know I, I found my sponsor through my pastor so like right. he literally gave me an email address I sent an email that email led to a phone call and yeah, yeah. three years later here we are so it was tough because originally we were trying to do the 500 with Andretti so okay. three weeks before I found this was for Dan, 2017 yeah, yeah so three weeks before I found my sponsor now um, that was my deadline with Andretti, and they kept pushing it back, pushing it back, trying to save a spot for me. But then Michael called and, and asked, like, man, how realistic is this? Because, like, yeah. at the end of the day, I still have to – I have an opportunity. And I'm like, buddy, you just got to do it. Like, yeah. I, I'm not in a position to tell you to wait any right. longer. So if you're that respectful to him, you right. expect it. So – and they have been for yeah. me. I yeah. mean, you know uh, – my 2014 season in Indy Lights when uh, we almost won the championship. A steering rack took us out at Sonoma. Um, you know, I wasn't in a good place uh, financially to be able to do that season. And uh, the team worked with me in every single way that they could to Keep you out there. to give me that opportunity. So the Andretti's have definitely helped me along my way. So, yeah, it's just honesty. You know, that, that's something I'm lucky because, you know, a lot of people, you're always looking over your shoulder seeing, you know, well, when is this going to happen? When is it going to go wrong? Right. But, um, you know, I th- I'm really lucky with that sense because it's not that I'm not worried. I still have pressure on myself to do well because right. at the end of the day, if someone's faster and doing a better job, obviously they deserve a seat more than someone who isn't. I totally understand that and agree with that. We're just trying to, you know, bust our ass to make sure we're one of the guys that people can look at and not question. Yep. You know, you don't look at Dixon and say, well, he shouldn't be here. So, you know, we just got to make sure that this year is a year that we silence everyone and say, yeah, this this kid should stay here. Because yeah. I feel like our rookie year, everyone's like, yeah, he kind of belongs. Then last year they're like, what is he doing? So we, we got we to we rebound from a sophomore slump for sure. So Fair enough. All right. It's, I, this won't come out until November-ish. Cool. Sure. Yeah. How did your season go? Really well. Yeah. Yeah, top ten in the championship. Oh, nice. Yeah. Congrats, was, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, you know, it was really good. I'm looking forward to my 10-year contract I just signed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. With team? <laughs> With Andretti. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. hopefully uh, I'm not listening to this when it comes out. And uh, 
feeling real bad about myself with a glass of bourbon. <laughs> so there it is. You know, there we go. Well, meantime, Continental's got the check. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. I really appreciate that. I'm finished. Don't wanna die young. Don't wanna get old. And stay so warm that my heart gets cold. So tell me there's a reason for something upstairs. Tell me they've been seeing what's going on down here. Cause I get to feel sad and I miss my mom and dad. Why is it so hard to tell that? When you get to a certain age, you miss what you could have had. But don't really want it back and hope that you're on track. For 22 and some change, I just want to have fun and have a good laugh. Make a few friends, the kind that last. So tell me there's a reason for something upstairs. Tell me that you've been seeing what's going on down here. Cause I get to feel sad, and I miss my mom and dad. Why is it so hard to tell that? When you get to a certain age, you miss what you could have had, but don't really want it back, and hope that you're on track. For 22 and some change, my mind gets caught under the weight, tied away inside a maze, without a way. I ought to give myself some praise All the way When I'm wide awake In the bed I lay And I get to feel sad I miss my mom and dad Why is it so hard to tell that? When you could do a certain thing you miss what you could have had Don't really want it back And hope that you're right on track For 22 and some